It was John Maxwell who said leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. Your ability to influence people within the sphere of your periphery. It's not about making a nice impression. It's about making an impact. It's about doing your best. I learned how to make an impact from the wisest person I ever met in my life. A third grade dropout. That third grade dropout, the wisest person I ever met in my life, who taught me to combine knowledge and wisdom to make an impact, was my father. My father taught himself how to read, taught himself how to write decided in the midst of Jim Crowism, as America was breathing the last gasp of the Civil War. My father decided he was gonna stand and be a man. Not a black man, not a brown man, not a white man, but a man. Saying to us, boys, I won't have a problem if you aim high and miss, but I'm gonna have a real issue if you aim low and hit. Quoting Henry Ford, saying if you think you can or if you think you can't, you're right. Lessons like these, son, don't judge people. The tendency of a person is to walk away from somebody that's different from them. You stay there and you get to know them. Vision is the ability to see the invisible. Don't judge. Son, you'd rather be an hour early than a minute late. We never knew what time it was at my house because the clocks were always ahead. 30 years, my father left the house at 3.45 in the morning. Why, daddy? He said, maybe one of my boys will catch me in the act of excellence. Aristotle said you are what you repeatedly do. Therefore, excellence ought to be a habit, not an act. If you're gonna do a job, do it right. Do it the right way. Be kind to people. He always told us kind deeds are never lost. Ego is the anesthesia that deadens the pain of stupidity. Pride is the burden of a foolish person. You'll never be a great executive. You'll never be a great teammate if it's all about you. You'll never be a great staff member if it's all about you. Make sure that servant's towel is always big. 12 years ago when Ozzie Smith walked into the Hall of Fame, he said, I've always been told how average I can be. Always been criticized about being average. But I want to tell you something. I stand here before you, before all of these people, not listening to those words, but telling myself every single day to shoot for the stars, to be the best that I can be. Good enough isn't good enough if it can be better. And better isn't good enough if it can be best. While you're struggling, rock bottom can also be a great foundation on which to build and on which to grow. Person that gets up off the canvas and keeps growing, that's the person that will continue to grow their influence. Don't ever forget that. Whatever it takes. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Yes, you are. Nine minutes after the hour. Helms are here alongside Greg Burgess. This is the kickoff hour. It's the Rick and Bubba show. We just kick things off, get ready for the guys. Rick and Bubba, come in. We'll take you to for about five for the next five hours if you're willing. We'll take we'll take any way we can get you. Watching on YouTube. Hey there. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. However you may be watching. We'll take you listening, and yes, tune in is back up, so welcome in there. Uh, I don't even remember what happened yesterday with the show. I think uh, Facebook knocked tune in yeah. So glad that's back up and running. And, of course, you could be listening on one of the greatest radio stations, radio affiliates uh, that this country provides the show. So thank you. We'll take, we'll take the vaccinated, the unvaccinated. We'll, we'll take all of you. So come on. Join the party. Greg, how are you, sir? I'm good. It's early. I'm fired up. Can't you tell? We're down a man again today, and yep. um, uh, Speedy is out. He is with his father, and they are going to a doctor's appointment together, and uh, we're praying for them. 
Hope everything goes well with that doc visit today. And so uh, Speedy will be back tomorrow. And uh, then we'll be a team for a couple of days. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on the road. Take you trip. get a little vacation? Yeah, get a little, little, little vacay. How about little that? Family. Kids are on fall break. You know, I don't, oh, they didn't do great. fall break when no, I was No, we didn't. And, and, in school. and now if you play sports or in the band, you don't get fall break. Because yeah. it ain't like they don't play ball games. No, you're right. You're right. And you got to practice every day. Mine are uh, spring sports, so I don't have to worry about all that. Yeah. So we'll be. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll we never. That. I don't get the fall break. I don't either. We we never had that because they still of get course, off for Thanksgiving and they still get off for Christmas. Well, we also started. I'm older than you. We started after September. We it would be in September before we went. So you know they start so early now. I would rather us do that. I would rather us wait and yeah. start in September um, instead of having the fall break. Yeah, I would. Because, like I said, if you. You know, if you're involved in the stuff, you can't go anywhere. Of course, I mean, just because you're on a break don't mean you have to go somewhere. No, you're right. And, yeah. and, and Greg, I've pushed for that at my house. Yeah. Um, but we're going to go somewhere. We're actually going to take the new dog with us. So we're going to be those oh, people now. the traveling dog. We're going to travel with a dog. Have you done a lot of traveling with it? Does it ride pretty good, you think? Yeah, and no, he, he, she does like um, – now, a little rambunctious with hanging head out the window. Like, oh, you got to okay. really hold on to her. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Um, so – but yeah, we're 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 venturing off in that. Neither of my dogs like riding in the car. They don't like it. Buddy actually, when I took him to the doctor last time, I told this. You talking about head? I, he rode the window down, and I thought because he don't like being in there. I, I thought he's supposed to jump, jump out. out while I'm driving down the road. Uh, obviously, he didn't mean to. But the I said I heard I heard air, and I looked, and the window's going down. He had hit it, and uh, I thought he was feeling the bell. So I rolled up and caught his head in it. He was uh, he backed out. But mine don't ride well at all. Couldn't take them on a trip if I, if I wanted to. Watched a uh, – yeah, I couldn't either. I couldn't – I tried to watch a little bit of Monday Night Football last night, but we kept having lightning delays in an indoor facility. I yeah. couldn't figure that out. Uh, see, I, I got to watching that, and I think John Gruden felt the same way because he, he was like, we're in a dome. Yeah. I know it's it's a dome, yeah. and it's kind of like a pavilion, kind of, but I don't – can lightning go sideways like that? I mean, I I'm not – but here's the deal. They didn't make the people in the stands leave. No. Well, they actually and, just and told the them sports reporters there. were still on the field. Yes. The people covering the game were down yeah. there talking. Oh, Susie Kobler and whoever I can't remember who I was down Steve there. Steve Young was down yeah, there, and Steve he was Young. like, "Evidently, they don't care about us because we're still standing in the middle." I, that of the was field. the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I just, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe I, I'm not looking at the design right on that place. But I don't think Lightning was going to get in there. Yeah, and and after it wasn't near as long. I don't think the delay was near as long as they thought it was going to be. At one time, they announced they were going to start up like it's supposed to start at seven, like seven fifty five yeah. or something. And that's where I left for a little bit. Um, I I got into this documentary on HBO. Um, it's new, called The Way Down. The Way and Down, and it is about. And I didn't know this was going on just merely a couple hours from here. Yeah, and uh, outside of Nashville, Tennessee, Brentwood. Um, this church, Remnant Fellowship, which is essentially a cult, and it's about weight loss, and um, it's it was disturbing. Wait, I'm at church, but I'm also on a certain church diet. Is that what you're saying? So this uh, this lady, exercise, um, Gwen Shamlin. All right, so the, it starts off, and I don't want to spoil it for those of you that'll watch it. And it okay. is interesting; it's worth the watch. HBO Max. Watch it. It's called The Way Down. She is this. Uh, I don't know enough about her, and I was in and out, but she was uh, she was this uh, diet guru, okay? Yeah, and, she and it was and it was essentially it was essentially portion control is all it was. Yeah, 
but she turned she turned that into this religious cult and made everything about this church about that. Yeah. And made a killing doing it. So people and there were even people of course you get interview you get to see interviews from people that are uh that were members of the church that are still part of the church. It's uh, it's quite something. Now she died in a plane crash with her second husband who was the actor that played Tarzan, Joe Laura. I think I remember when that happened. They the Same. evidently um It hadn't been that long ago. They the plane went down right after it took off in Smyrna. Mm-hmm. And there was I don't know, six six or seven people on the plane, obviously all perished and they uh, the church is still going on today. I looked it up last night, but it is uh, it's quite if you didn't lose enough weight, you were shamed. They'd run you out of the church. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's 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 just one of these stories that's that's the cult crazy deal. And it just I didn't know any of this was going on. And again, just hours from our house. Huh. So uh, the way down. So, you so everybody in there was at a good healthy weight, I guess. So I, I was about three episodes in on that, and then I started watching a little bit of the football game, and then I went to bed. Hmm. So I don't even know who charged one, I guess. They did. They got a good. I didn't squad. watch any of it, but you know the Raiders weren't they undefeated coming into this? They were. And they were. I don't know how the game went. I don't. I don't know if it was close or I don't know anything. The Lightning ran me right off. Yeah, me too. Because I, mean, I figured they, if once they it kicked were, at eight o'clock, I said, "Well, I'm getting ready I to, figured to go to sleep." It, I figured if they were scared in the dome, I should be scared in my house. That's true. It could come right through the television. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Gruden, I didn't understand what happened. They made them all go back in the locker no. room. I think he was well, like, you could even see Steve Young and it was a Booger McFarland that was down there yeah. too, and they were all confused, like, "What is going on here?" Yeah, you know, if you get put in some situation like that that doesn't make sense, you almost think there's something else going on. They're not telling you. I know. You know? You're right. That's but, immediately what I thought about last night. I thought something else is going on. Now, out. I did find it interesting. Steve Young and Booger got to talking about what they would do if they were on the team as a player. And Booger was like, did you see it? Yes. He's about being taped up. He I said, did. I'd go and take it all off and start yeah. oh, put my shorts back on. He said, I can't sit around all taped up and everything ready to uh, play for 30 minutes. And Steve Young had the exact opposite yeah, approach yeah. than he did. He said he'd take his shoulder pads off at the end. <laughs> Booger said, that's just like a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Booger said, he uh, he said, tape everything yeah. and we're going to redo it all. Yeah. I said, wow, that's weird. The trainers love that, I bet. Oh, sure. You're talking about Mr. Personality, Booger McFarland? I don't think, I, I think we ran into him in a, in a bad day, bad timing, and I wish our relationship was better with Booger McFarland. <laughs> I'll give you this. We saw him one time for 15 minutes. And he so. was a turd. He was a giant turd that but, day. But to one us. time for 15 minutes is probably not a good way to judge him. It's, it's really not. But I'm going to keep bringing it up because I do every time his name comes <laughs> up. We'll be back hanging with us. Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. doing it there all my buddies are they're doing it too and we're all doing it together yes 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 22 minutes after the hour it is the rick and bubba show it's kickoff hour hamza here alongside greg burgess greg what on earth did you do yesterday without glorious facebook for a few hours oh you know me it really it it shut me down i don't know what to do i i I couldn't i couldn't function because i'm so into it it is funny that um it's funny that they're 
that people actually got a little dose of reality of what w- their world would look like without it. I know. I and know. And turns a lot of people out panicked a little bit. Well, and turns out as they went on through the day, they were more productive. Yeah. They paid attention to their kids. Yeah, they actually said, oh, responsibilities. There's, oh, there's another kid. I forgot I had that one. Yeah. yeah. You know. So yesterday about 10.50 uh, Central Time. Boy, I tell you, everybody just didn't know what to do. Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. If you don't know what what is that? That's a what is like a communication, like a text communication thread deal. That it's just an app for that. Okay. So a lot of people use it. I've I've actually been on some group chat stuff with some uh, folks at church and some sports stuff on 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 that. It's all owned by uh, Facebook essentially. So their whole deal just so went out for a little bit. So from ten fifty until about five o'clock last night. And they claim, now it is weird and odd that this all happened the same time the whistleblower came out. Yeah. That's strange to me. The timing on that, goodness gracious. Yeah. You had I, 60 minutes interview Sunday night. That is and, weird. Uh, and then all of a sudden we have this big outage. So they claim that it was something, they changed something with the network and it just took everything down. So I, I, I'm sorry, if it takes something five seconds to, to mess up, I don't believe it took hours and hours Something else is going on there. Well, sure. I know this. It knocked Zuckerberg down a notch. I mean, he he, he fallen by more than six billion in a few hours. Now he was worth about one hundred forty billion before it. So I hope he's okay. So let's talk I about hope that. He a can, you know, survive this. So I saw that too. It said Zuckerberg loses at least seven billion, and and CTO offers sincere apologies for network issues. Seven hour global outage. All right. So what what have we talked about with big tech? If you want to hurt them, leave them. Yeah. Get off their platforms. And because evidently when you leave and they lose things like this, this outage in merely hours, we're yeah. talking about a seven hour outage cost them seven, what bill, uh, a billion dollars. Yeah. Hey, that's with a they B. Say, they're saying between the whistleblower and, and this thing, the it dropping out. Outage, yeah. Since the stock <clears throat> plummeting 4.9%. Adding to a drop of about 15 cents mid-September. And now it said the stock slide on Monday sent Zuckerberg's worth down to, hold on, $121.6 billion, dropping him below Bill Gates to number five on the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. Now he's down from almost $140 billion in just a matter of weeks. So I don't know what he's going to do. He said he's down to $121.6 billion. There was a group yesterday. Oh, he's, going to, he's going to make well, some lifestyle changes. And this ought to be, it. <laughs> yeah, really, this ought to be a lesson for all of us. Because um, you hear all these, oh, let's get big tech. Let's yeah, get them back. Yeah, well, all you got to do is leave. Leave. You're, first of all, it's not that big. You learned yesterday that you can live without it, although yeah. you probably had some anxiety issues for the first hour. Oh, there's people that probably just panicked. I'm talking about panic. They, uh, there was a there was a company that did a little poll yesterday. Started reaching out to people, asking them what they were doing because of the outage. And people reported that they were reading. Yeah, there you go. Hey, books. Hey, reconnecting with friends. So Facebook has kept you from that. People actually said that this was people. Hey, I had a chance to reconnect with friends. It took, it took a seven hour outage for you to reconnect with friends. Think about that. That's crazy. Um. Listen to this, cleaning or doing other chores as they were unable to post or scroll through. So they actually got stuff done. They were more productive. I bet I bet our society was What's more that? productive yesterday in that seven hours than yeah, they've been in quite some time. You take the seven-hour window and you get you a look, and you can learn a lot. 
you know? You I, know I've always, I have dreamed of, of over the last five years of a world without social media. Yeah. And so, um, I would, I would like this outage to be like years. Well, it's like everything else. There was some good to it. And there's some, you know, there, there's some good things that do come through it, but there's a lot of bad things. Yeah. And people, I mean, people can't just moderate on yeah. anything. You know, well, we gotta, we gotta <laughs> ruin everything. And the, the, and I forget her name, uh, at Facebook who spoke out the whistleblower yeah. who said that they're basically playing off that angry emotion. And that works. Yeah. It yeah, works. It works. It does. I'm so. mad. I'm, I'm, I'm being done wrong. And, yeah. Oh, I'm, you know, I got to have all the information about it. everybody feels just like me and then get me fired up. And yeah, there were also people yesterday that have not been, Twitter was the only one really not affected. That is a part of, when you think about Facebook, Instagram, yeah. what's that? Twitter was the one that was kind of left alone yesterday. And the people I read, there were so many people that Go either didn't have a Twitter account and started one yesterday. Cause they just had to have something. Because they, now, how sad is that? Now that is that may be the the scariest yeah fact from this whole whole deal. And some people that have Twitter accounts but hadn't accessed them in jumped forever off jumped out. jumped back on it and posted yeah, just whatever for seven hours. Hey, can just you not seven hours? <clears throat> what does that say about you? If if that wow. if it has that kind of hold on you, hmm. I don't get it. Well, I do get it. I just don't want to. I don't want to live in a world where we are so caught up in ourself we have to go post post here post there and there were people that hey i've been waiting all day to post this here it goes really I, 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 I truly and we joke about it but it does bother me when you're out in public and you look around and everyone's staring down yeah i mean it's just it's kind of creepy we've really. got a we've got another story and we can't really get into it now because we got to go to break but um there is, uh, I'm not making this up, and I'll just roughly run by this. Maybe we'll have a chance to, to talk about it some more. The number of people, people killed while taking selfies has tripled after the lockdown's been lifted. So they, they've cut them loose, and now, now I've got to stand on the ledge of every gorge. Yes. Or bank of a, a raging river, or whatever we do with all these selfies. I, I'm, that's another thing. And it goes back to what we're talking. It still comes back to social media because I want to be sharp and I want everybody to see how how risky I am. And we're dying trying to take a stupid selfie. Twenty four reported selfie related fatalities in twenty twenty one, compared to seven in twenty twenty. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes after the hour, it's the Rick and Bubba Show. It's the kickoff hour. Helmsy here alongside Greg Burgess. How about today's Rick and Bubba Show sponsored by ReliefFactor.com? You know, you've heard us talk about this outstanding product for several years, but have you gone to ReliefFactor.com to order your new three-week trial pack for just nineteen ninety-five? That's right, they've added a week for the same price. It was a two-week, now it's three. Look out! Listen, Relief Factor—it's all natural, contains just four ingredients, and it works. And like I said, you can now get the three-week supply. Just to, You can just try it out, and that's $19.95. Now, if you suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation, check out relieffactor.com today, and you can become pain-free. To learn more about Relief Factor or to get your $19.95 quick start pack, visit relieffactor.com, or you can also go to rickandbubba.com. That'd be right under the old sponsors page. Thank you, sir. Now 36 minutes after the hour. So there. 
some huge. I like. I, I loved when we used to do that. We wide, had a segment where up. we would actually yeah. cover stories, wad the paper up, and toss it. We had a garbage can back we here did, we? where we'd actually try to ring. And I don't know if we got anything. We rang. That's close. Um, Greg just tossed the yeah. the paper. In case you wonder, we've got a breakup in the Democratic Party. We'll get to that later Watch on. It. Andrew Yang says, "See you. Good day to the." You talking about the, Yang who want to give everybody a thousand bucks? That's it. That's it. William Shatner, Greg, is headed to space. Shatner. What'd I say? Shatner. Well, Shatner, him too. Uh, his brother. Yeah. They, uh, he's headed to space. By the way, I loved him as Denny Crane in Guys, Boston. Isn't he like 90-something? He's 90. He doesn't look it, but I he don't know if I've seen a 90 He will be the oldest space. to go to space, I believe. So, And, and we just – go ahead. I saw a story on – I'm going to wait till Bubba gets in here to ask him about another group that's charging – they're not going to take you into weightlessness, but right to the edge of space with a hot air balloon, and they had this little oh, capsule man. up under it. It's pretty, looked pretty cool. Fifty grand a seat. I don't want any part of a hot air balloon. Have you ever been in one of those? No, I haven't. But I this haven't is either. one that it, you wouldn't well, believe I the know, size. But... This thing is. They said, of course, we always use this as a measuring tape. The guy said you could fit a football field inside the balloon. So it's a dome, basically. It's You're huge. going in a you dome. You need to see it. It's really cool. Um, not doing that. If I had fifty at all. grand, I'd probably try it. Uh, we got a bizarre story. I know you want to, this is right up your alley. You want to talk about it. And, well, it's uh, something everybody deals with. I struggle with this for sure. You know, when you get nervous, right? Yeah. A lot of yeah. times, and like they gave examples of maybe public speaking or just anything. I remember like a pregame of a ball game, same problem. You tend to, and let me find a nice way to say this, have to go to old number two, the old oh, curveball. Yeah. yeah. Your stomach gets to rumbling. Yeah. Well, do do. There is a YouTuber, gastroneurologist, and men's health columnist named Samir Islam, and he tells you why you get the nervous poops is what he well calls Well done it. with that name, by the way. Uh, I'm not sure it was right, but it sounded it, like it. I you was were confident. confident. Very I, confident. I really don't think it was right. Yeah. He said he admits to dealing with these nervous things himself, the old number two. There the old, yeah, there you go. He reveals the condition. It's very common. And he said it's something about, and I'm not, this is a huge word, some type of nervous systems that connects your brain to your gut. He said the nerves in our digestive tract contract rapidly when you're nervous, and that makes you feel that urge. Now, he's got some ways to treat it. He said you can, uh, whenever you're anxious, he said you can uh, anti-diarrhea medicine. Like if you think, yeah. he's even, it says Imodium. So if you, if he said, because you don't want to, he said that calms everything down. You can try to relax. He said, that's easier said than done. Take a deep breath, go for a walk. Oh, the walk could be a problem. I was going to say that stirs it up sometimes, but he doesn't Usually touch on the me, fact anyway. that we touch, we get this nervous thing. Cause for people I've, you know, we've all, Hey, I'm fixing to do a play a ball. I've, I've struggled with it with speaking engagement. I've yes. struggled with it with, uh, I struggled with it yesterday with tune in going down. Exactly. I saw I mean, you run the perfect back. example. But here's what he doesn't cover. What about when, like, when you were a kid and you played hide and seek, and you'd be in a quiet place, hid, and then urge would hit, hit you. you? Or, or if you just go walk in the woods and everything's quiet and the birds oh, yeah. are singing, it'll hit you then too. He didn't cover that. No, he doesn't. But it's probably all the same. You know? Do you? Am I making that up? You may be nervous that you're going to get uh, caught. I don't know. Maybe that's it. But he said it, anyway. There is somehow the nervous systems yeah. that connect the brain and our gut. Is what what causes the old anxiety for the old curveball? I believe that. I've 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 I think everybody struggles with that, and I yeah. That's right. one reason when I do go speak somewhere, I don't I don't get you as nervous as I normally as I used to. But I know, but I won't eat before I go up there. Yeah, because I don't know how it's gonna how That'd things be are bad gonna go. If you've been in the oh, middle yeah. of it, and you go. Excuse yeah. me, I'll be back. Yeah, uh, you can't. Mm. I go. 
Be Talk rough. to man about a dog. Obviously, I'll return. Yeah. You know, you can't do that in the middle of a speech. Greg, one of my favorite things about this time of year is there's two, Nervous th- there's two things. And this oh. is not, not going to – I can't believe I'm admitting this in front of you. One of them is pumpkin spice lattes, oh, which, uh, you do that which are here. Year, I don't know why year. we can't do that year, year round. What is my problem? Uh, I don't like – Pumpkin, anything. It's all present. I've learned with you it's presentation. You think that's yeah, because you don't like sweet potatoes either. No, it's I don't. that orange. There's something about the orange. That, orange that slash gourd. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this other one, candy corn. Uh, now, I'm not a candy corn fan. Well, or you- <laughs> as our friend Bill Bubba Bussy calls it, corn candy. He does. He does. And no matter how many times you tell him, he he will not go. This is one of those candies where you like it? I never, well, I never, per, I don't buy a whole lot of candy anyway, but if I'm ever around it, like for instance, I was walking my daughter's, uh, one of my daughter's bedroom is downstairs. And so when I walk in from the garage and I come up, I happened to look over a couple days ago, she had a big tub of it in her room. And I'm like, where did you get that? You can't be hiding that from me. That's my favorite candy. Gonna, that's your favorite candy. It, when it comes, you just this, said this that time was your of year, favorite. This candy. time of year, it is okay. And so I, um, I'm corn, not a big, about corn candy. I'm not a big yet. Yeah, Bubba Bubba does that I, every time. I am. Uh, I'm not a big candy guy, but I will not turn this down. But I did not know that it had another name. Did you know that no, it was I did called not. chicken feed before it was candy corn? Yeah, chicken feed. It makes sense. Yep, it looks exactly. like chicken feed. And I don't know chicken feed. Yes, that's what it was called. It's what it used to be called before it's called candy corn. How about that? Nas says this, and there's got a question mark beside it, so I don't know if this is true. And this doesn't affect me, by the way. This is not going to change my love for candy corn. Bones or and chicken. bugs, bones and bugs in candy corn. That's what? It says the ingredients in candy corn might surprise some candy lovers. In addition to sugar, corn syrup, salt, sesame oil, honey, artificial flavor, and food colorings, which we all knew were in there. Candy corn also has a gelatin and confectioner's glaze as ingredients. The last two items, items, items have led some candy corn detractors to note that candy corn is made of animal hides and bones. I don't understand. Like jello gelatin. So to hold it together? I guess so. So I don't these know. these food engineers, yes, for lack of a better word, they had they needed something to I guess hold it together. Yeah, and that's they bug secretion. That is how they've done this. Yeah. What's well, that? Now I even feel better. Why I don't like it. Well, see, it doesn't even. I don't know what it says about me that it never. I don't even check up. If you brought it in here this morning, I read this. I go. Well, Give no, me some if chicken I liked feed. it, I probably wouldn't care. But here's the thing, and I'm tired of you people. And we've had uh, guests bring us where you dump peanuts in the bowl with them and claim it tastes like a payday. First of all, it <laughs> doesn't. And second of all, if I want a payday, I'll just go get a payday. Because I like paydays, by the way. That's a good candy bar. But do you, how many people, hey, y'all, have you had uh, candy corn and like peanuts? Tastes like payday. No, no, it doesn't, actually. Because payday doesn't, I mean, it, uh, anyway. It, a payday is caramel and peanuts. That's all it is. It didn't have bug secretion in it. You so you like, so I didn't, that didn't affect you at all? On no. Whether you're going no, matter of fact, if there were some in the kitchen right now, I'd hammer it. I just, I just I've never liked them. I mean, I put it up here with peeps. I just—it's not my thing. Um, I want to get to this one before because I got—I got one. I want. You know I got what a gives question. me nervous poops? <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to ask you a question when we come back, but I, I want to bring this up before you because I don't want to spend a whole lot of time here. A mom was slammed for admitting she smashed her son's Xbox during furious mommy moment. Who slammed her? Just social media, of course. you know, that the, the fake world we live yeah. in. Um, yeah. My question is, have you ever broke anything of your kids because you had a dad moment 
they called it a mommy moment. <clears throat> I broke an Xbox controller. Or I play, it was PlayStation. Or was it Xbox? One of the two. What I have done, I haven't done that with my kids, but I, when I was a kid, I broke my stuff in mad and threw it. Well, Greg, that didn't even make sense. I know. Well, it wasn't working like I wanted it to, and I threw it and busted it. I've done that. But I have. I never did have to take any of my kids' stuff and break it. I don't think. She posted, okay, y'all, I had a mommy moment about a month ago and smashed my son's Xbox. Love me or hate me for it. The question is, trolls. does anyone have uh, have one they're willing to sell? That's another oh, thing. Wow, no. And I had to deal with that. I broke I broke one, got frustrated and broke it because that's all we were doing at our house at one point. And couldn't con- I couldn't control it, so I got rid of it. But then... That's guess, getting rid of it. Get, I'll give get, you that. And guess what happens when you get rid of it and then... Two or three years later, they want one. Yeah, and you're everything's and, and calmed down. Everything's now you got to throw out some cash. And they're all their friends are playing it. Then you got to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, it seemed like a good idea. It was good therapy. I know that. Oh, it felt great. I bet. Yeah. You know, I get that. You know, I me. Mean, I'm known to throw stuff. <clears throat> it is. It helps. It actually does help. Got a serious question. When we come back uh, for you. I want you to. Uh, I don't. I don't know where I'm at on this, and uh, it's got something to do with grandparents. Oh, okay. And since you're now a grandparent, yes, I am. You can talk from both sides of this. That's true. We'll be back. Qualified. Forty-five minutes after the hour, it's the kickoff hour on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Fifty minutes after the hour, Helmsy here alongside Greg Burgess at the kickoff hour right here on the Rick and Bubba Show. The boys will join us next. Eddie Van Adler in the TV control room has everything TV, video, rocking that YouTube. Hello to you. Tune in back up today and running. Hopefully that will won't have that issue again. And uh, of course, radio affiliates all across the land. Thank you for making us just a little part of your day. Hi, Greg. Did you realize that more than two in three adults regret not talking to their grandparents about their memories? You're talking about the grandparents' memories growing up as yes. kids? I always liked that, talking Did to my you, So you embraced it and took advantage of it. I loved to hear the stories of when they were growing up. So you're one in three, really, because yeah. you, you were, you're the uh, minority here because you actually took advantage of Because, see, I didn't. And I, I'm, I would fall in that two or three that wished I would have – talked more about their memory i used to like even if it wasn't my grandparents just older people like even when i first started working and there were guys that were a lot older than me that were working with me and they would tell me i, I just like that i like stories about you know people growing up and i know that that's surprising to you i'm sure no not at all but i really do i was always really interested in, in it see i didn't get it I, and I, I think people ought to, ought to do it i can remember my one my grand one of my grandmothers specifically sitting me down and trying to show me things and me just being disinterested as most kids probably are. Yeah. But now, but I would agree with that statement that I regret not doing that. Oh yeah. Now my brother was really good about this. He's like you. And so he, even when my grandmother, one of my grandmothers passed away, he actually put a book together of all of this so that we could actually share and i like stuff like that i like old pictures you can see who the which one uh is more intentional about things like that you know i mean like old pictures and stuff and stories go with them i know that's surprising people but i do actually i actually enjoy that a lot 
I feel like there was um, there's so much that even today I don't know about them that yeah. I probably should. That's that's sad, but anyway. Um, so that's my sad question. So you're that you're those that didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I regret it. I wished I would have gave them more in regards Grandpa, to their. Memories. Tell me about the good old days. You ain't heard that song, Greg. Don't don't make me tear up. We only got a just few saying, more minutes. Just telling you. So we got a we got a school. Um, Greg, that has issued a plea to parents to stop wearing pajamas and dressing gowns when dropping their children off at the gates of the school. Now, I will say this. Not sure why you would do that, but how is it hurting anybody? If they're not getting out, yeah. are they getting out? And depending Yeah, they have to walk them up. I mean, I, I don't recommend doing that. But I don't know if it's worth. I tell you this: they must have a lot of people doing. It. If they think they had to come up with a oh, rule, yeah, they, if pit. they come up with a rule for something you're doing, then that's you know it's become a problem. One mother walked her son through the school gates wearing a teddy bear dressing gown. Okay, see now people getting out, <clears throat> out of hand. Um, so I pictured just a pair of old sleep. Yeah. Pants. This is not. This is not. Hey, I'm in my pajama pants and a like t-shirt. You said at Walmart. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, these are like well, nine, like people, nine, you talking about like a ninety. <laughs> people are doing the pajama pants and t-shirt, mm-hmm. but that's not the person that got this ultimate gotcha. email and it letter. Was, it to was the, the person parents. in the silky. It's the teddy bear yeah. gown that we're wearing. Well, now anybody who thought that was a good idea, well, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, yeah, reckon that kid got made fun of or not? Well, probably know. not. Yeah. It depends on, <laughs> yeah, but, but you know how a lot of times people people don't see themselves the way they truly are. Had a terrifying incident in China, Greg, where you had this light show, and there were hundreds of these Chinese drones. Well, now is this lights. where they synchronize? Yeah, you remember we saw what was that? It was at a Super Bowl one year or something. Yeah, I can't remember. Probably at a halftime. And show they or did something. this synchronized yeah. thing with these drones. It was unbelievable. Well, it's not good when the synchronization stops and they all come crashing down on the crowd. And this oh, happened no. in China. Did it happen during the same time Facebook went down? Did no, that all cause it? I don't think so. Oh, okay. But it was. They did plunge from the Imagine, sky. Imagine. Okay, now you're dodging. You're dodging drones. Yeah. Okay. You're running everywhere. Drones falling. Falling out the sky. Um. I, I guess we've only mentioned it one time. If you're wondering why Speedy's not with us, he is with his dad uh, this morning yep. um, with a just taking him to a doctor's visit, and he has updated you guys on that the last few weeks, and he'll have he'll be back tomorrow more than likely to give us uh, another update, yeah. and uh, just be praying for Mr. Wilburn and Speedy as they go th- through that together today. Um, Greg, the baseball playoffs are here, Major League Baseball, <sighs> and I know we don't we. We are these typical baseball fans that give opening day in a few weeks fired up about baseball, and then we cool on it until it's fall just gets so here. Long, and then there's a time. Guys, long. I know there is a time in the fall where we all eventually watch a mm-hmm. game or two mm-hmm. and dial into it. And so the play, the wild card between there's a one gamer tonight between the Yankees and the Red Sox. Will you give it anything? Probably not. I'll keep up with the score, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I might. Uh, this and, and nowadays, you remember the old days, and a lot of people got left out. When you, you had four yeah. teams, yeah. and they, you know, we played for the pennant. Then those winners played for the series. Now we got play-ins, and how many rounds we got now? Oh, uh, there's yeah, there's several. Well, starts tonight, and it will roll through the nearly the first of November, and depending on how it the goes. The Braves are in, so I'll, yes, I'll watch them till they yeah are not in. But 
I, I don't even know who else. Nah, I don't either. Dodgers and Braves. I did see yesterday uh, that Boston, the Yankees, there's some play-in games. That, that's right. Ain't that yeah. what she said? And who's the other? Well, I did see this, and this is, I think, worth noting. Um, the 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 uh, the lines came out and the betting lines and who was favored to be in the World Series and the Houston Astros was there. Mm. So it turns out they can play without banging trash cans. And they're glad that that's, that's, that's over over. with. Yeah, you know, pandemic beat it down a little bit. It did. It did. Look, um, they were just trying to get a little advantage. Well, what's funny is when they show the footage and now you know and you hear the trash can. Know. You know when they go boom boom hitting it. I probably pretty good idea, really. I probably will not. I will probably forget that the the Red Sox and Yankees are on tonight. It is yeah. on ESPN, and so. But I, now, if the Red Sox are going to wear them weird uniforms, I'm not watching it. Greg, I think that was a one time. I hope so. You, the men's slow pitch softball team uniform. Greg, it, they were honoring the Boston Marathon bombing, and well, you can do that with a patch on your nice, I know. traditional Reds Red Sox. I'm just telling you uniform. what they were doing, in case you forgot. But but nobody knows the a shoulder. marathon has a certain color to it. Yeah, I know. that part I didn't get. Still don't get it. I mean, you you think a marathon, you go, oh, yeah, New York, that's the red and black. That's their color. No, it's a marathon. It doesn't have a color. It was the the uniforms, no matter what they were doing, were hideous. They were. They were pretty bad. I mean, of course, the NBA, and I don't follow it, but it's doing this too. They'll wear uniforms now that are not even their team colors all the time. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got just a black and white version of, of their uniform, and just, it's just bizarre. They'll have a weird word on it, like some slang for your city name. Speaking of uh, the NBA, I saw Andrew Wiggins was very outspoken about – he was one of the Golden State Warriors, very outspoken about not getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I think he eventually got it yesterday. Yeah, I think because Because of the backlash that he was getting. Yeah. And Draymond Green, by the way, I don't know if you saw his speech about it, was really good. Just as far as like yeah. talking about how you know we got to act like this is America and and we should be able to make these choices I agree. without I agree 100%. criticism. He he was very outspoken and well spoken on the subject. It was really good. Yeah, I, I, the mandate thing bothers me a lot. He'll knock you around down there in the paint, but he he was uh, I thought he was right on this one for yeah. sure. All right, the boys join us next. Hang with us. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and, Bubba, Rick and Bubba show. Bubba. Thank you for I being with us. As a brand new hour is beginning now. And this hour brother. starts with the national anthem. Stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the Flat. 
eight minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. And so we get ready to unpack another day together and you can be part of it at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, the real Greg Burgess and Helmsy and Adler all here. Uh, Speedy is away with his dad. His dad's having a procedure today that hopefully will resolve some of the problems he's been having. And uh, Speedy is there uh, with his family today helping out with that. He'll return as soon as he can, either tomorrow or the next day. So, uh, Will of Mead is in play. It has not spun yet uh, this week. It's only day two of the week, but that can happen at any moment. We'll look at the stories of the day. We'll unpack those with you. That number, 866-WE-BE-BIG, is your ticket to the Rick and Bubba Show, and we'd love to get an opportunity to chat with you today. And find out what is on your mind. Right there he is, the silver tongue one, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup of Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates everywhere. Welcome to Cool Jazz with Rick and Bubba. Oh, let's all go. I know it sounds funny, but I just can't stand the pain. Girl, I'm leaving you tomorrow. It seems to me, girl, you know I've done all I can. You see a big store and I borrow Yeah Now why I'm easy I'm easy like Sunday morning Yeah That's why I'm easy That's when it was just the Commodores. That's right. Yeah, that's you think Lyle gets back much? He visited uh, any folks? You know, I I don't around know. Around Tuskegee, Montgomery. Yeah, that's great. That's a great. Call. I, I don't know when if Lionel gets back this way. Didn't he? He's big American Idol now, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's oh, yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, he's been there. But I mean, does seasons. he ever? Does he ever? You know, get back with the home folks. I don't know. Do the Commodores do something like uh, we've we've booked a pavilion uh, <laughs> out at the <laughs> State Park and the Commodores and their wives and children? Do, do they all get together and? And, and, and talk about when? Back, talk about the good old days. I'm going to talk say. about the good old days. Maybe go to a Tuskegee game. <laughs> sure. Maybe homecoming. That was the first concert I ever saw. And live music. 
And when this was in the heyday when they were owning oh, it. Oh, they and, just they wasn't they, better. It was it was phenomenal. It wasn't nothing it better. Was, it was the best it's still the best concert I ever saw. It was yeah. unreal. Yeah, we we talked about that with Damon Johnson. We did the podcast with him and he lit up like a lot, didn't he? Oh, but yeah. when I talked yeah, I said, I, I, said I, saw, I saw we saw Commodores <laughs> in the prime. Now did they have the white jumpsuits yeah, on with the mirrors, mirrors on it? Yeah. Oh sure. Oh, oh look. Oh, you think slippery, they didn't throw brick houses? Slippery out? when wet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> too hot to trot, baby. Too I bad. love slippery when wet. Yeah, too oh, hot to trot, <laughs> now baby. That was a good one too. <laughs> look, and hey, underappreciated song. Hey, and yeah. there was no sampling. There was no. They even had a background band just so it would sound like the record. Everybody was playing. There was nothing fake. Nothing. Trivia: The name of the backup man. Uh, mean Machine. Mean Machine. I yeah. started to say Green Machine. Yeah. I knew it was something My like goodness, that. Green Machine? <laughs> Were they all dressed in green? <laughs> They're from UAB. <laughs> That's funny. Mean Machine, baby. The Mean, mean machine. machine. And and, if, and when Walter Orange went out front to sing Brick House, one of the Mean Machine members would drop in behind the kit. That's right. Mm-hmm. There was no there was no sampling, no Nuh-uh. tracks, no nothing. Nuh-uh. Everything Mm-mm. you heard, somebody was playing it or singing it. Do you like that Walter didn't want to sing Brick House from drums? He wanted to get out front. Yeah, you want to do that. Sure. Yeah, that's standard. And a lot of us thought like Richie sang Brick House, but he we did. did. Yeah, because well, we were young. Yeah, we that's it. That's Walter that's, to the there left. It is. That's the original lineup. Yeah, there they are. are. So let me see if I can remember. So. Uh, McCray was the guitar McCray. player. What, what was his name? With a glass. Robert, maybe. William McCray. Yeah, who, who's no, the one we had William on King. that was a tennis player? William King. Yeah, William King's right there. He played a horn. What, and which keyboard. one is William? Uh, Tall in the Ronald LaPree on the bass. Bass in the middle up there. Yeah. Walt, uh, Walt, Mylon Williams on, Mylon on, Williams, on keyboards. keyboards. Walter Orange on drums and sang Brickhouse yeah. and some others. And King played horns and a little yeah. keyboard. He played uh-huh. a little bit of everything. There they are. I yeah. love the Commodores. You think I didn't have which Commodore's Live? Which one was it live? we had on that was a oh, tennis player? Uh, it was King. King? Yeah. And which one is he in that picture? He's the front row, row on the left. Uh, what? Yeah, beard. Facing Let's us see. left, our right, his left. Yeah. Front row, right by Lionel. On the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's uh, orange on the left, yeah, right? correct. Walter. And that mm-hmm. was a good band. That was a good band. Yep. And then I think I didn't have the double live album. Of course I did. Oh, that was great. Oh, when Lionel's talking to the crowd on Sweet Love, Sweet Love. extended it, version. It goes on about 30 minutes. Oh, extended version. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, sir, Chan. And, and they, they still did good. Ah. Even if Lionel left. Huh. They had some they had good one, hits. They one song. Yeah, I mean, what they brought it? in the guy from Heat Wave, and they did Night what Shift. Night Shift. Night Shift. Yeah. Well, no. it was pretty big. It wasn't. Bob, it, compared to where they were. Oh. Come on now. And then Lionel, well, he blew up as a single artist. He sure, he, he went. Sure. I mean, he was the guy. Yeah. Remember, he'd win every American musical Oh, You didn't say the Commodore's dancing on the ceiling. Uh, they had that would have been shift. a good one. Though. They had night shift. They did all right. I didn't want the brand, the band to bust up, but I know it was all I, about coin. D- you know, I, I know. I understand that too. But, wrote all the stuff. Uh, I like. I just liked it better when they were a was a band. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. of course. I'm a band as guy. opposed to a single. Guy. Oh, I'm a band I was, guy. I was heartbroken oh. when when he yeah. left. But like, I mean, like, it's like you lost a girlfriend. That was, yeah, that's like, sad. Like I remember when they did "Easy," the song we just played, except for those of y'all on YouTube that just heard me and Bubba singing mm-hmm. it. But but they had the the piano up in the the light rafter, mm-hmm. and then they would bring it down, mm-hmm. uh, and they and they bring it out, and line will be on it. Yeah. And when he got down behind that white piano, oh, he, he had all them ballads. Yeah, because yeah. hey, yeah. we he's gonna sit there a minute. Yeah, because we got we got a few to run through. A few ballads here, <laughs> <Yeah>, right? <laughs> Three times, lady, still we no, got them oh, all. Still, you cry your eyes out. Time for that. That's, that's unbelievable. <laughs> you know, and then and then he just like I say when it, when he left the band, it, it ruined it to me. Even though I understand, yeah, but it ruined it for me. Hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, I was never as big a Lionel Richie fan as I was a Commodore. Can I tell you the thing that bothers me the most when when solo artists do this, and I think Tom Petty did this, God rest his soul, is they'll they'll say that this is my solo album, but then you look on the album and the band just played on the album. <laughs> yeah. And you're kind of like, well, couldn't y'all just stay the band? I <laughs> yeah, mean, why'd you have, and then he went you're back. You're talking to, about full, full Moon Fever? Yeah, but then he went back to the band. But you look on Full Moon Fever, and, and I mean. Well, and there, there's Ben Mont. He's they, in there. And they're all in there. I mean, it's practically the same <laughs> oh, yeah, band. I know. But he just calls it a solo album. Yeah. But I know that's all about money. I got it. I got it. You know, you went from being part of the band to being in the studio with me. But Tom drifted back to the band, though. He didn't stay. He didn't stay solo. He got the heartbreakers back. I, I'm just, I'm glad Lionel's doing good. I mean, he's in the spotlight, keeping his name. And, you know, being a judge on those shows are really good for your career. But would it have, lucrative, too. Would it have killed the Commodores for Lionel to go back and at least do one tour of them yeah, all together? Yeah, just one. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultants. Listen to me, brothers. Listen well. Brothers, we've got something to tell. You can't run 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG uh, is the number. So, uh, the prettiest girl in the world arrived back home yesterday. My wife, Sherry Burgess, back home uh, from West Africa on a mission trip. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, it, eight, eight days without uh, without the wife. And, uh, whew, good to have Flight me. on time and all that. Yep. Any handles? Didn't, no, didn't yeah, have I was concerned because we had bad weather in our area. About yesterday afternoon, it was storming mm. a little bit in some areas, so I didn't know if that would affect them or not. Well, I also, um, you know, just you know, because we live in a fake world, right? Everybody knows <laughs> that. And so, what you're what you're being, what you see, and what you hear isn't always what it is. And uh, so, I asked her, you know, I'm prepared for this big deal about her traveling the world during the pandemic, and I said, boy, I said, I bet that was a, I bet that was something. And she goes, no. Nah. <laughs> and, I, and I and she was in Paris at one point, you know, as a, as a jump. And she said I was talking to people that were, you know, coming to Paris and whatever. And I was asking them about, you know, well, were y'all able to do everything? They were like, yeah. And and, and they, they they were like, well, it, was it? They were they, they were. And then she said, when you're out there and you're traveling, you're going. She was other than you know the bizarre bizarre thing the airlines are doing with the mask, which is just bizarre. Because I mean, you realize it's like it's like as long as you're eating and drinking, you don't have to put it over your face. But they even monitor if they're looking and paying attention that you're not constantly chewing. And if you're not constantly chewing or drinking, you got to pull it back up. Well, that was my move. I just uh, ate peanuts for about two hours. Guys, do y'all realize? Do y'all realize <laughs> though? Do y'all realize what a what a fake thing that is? Yeah, it's fake. Uh, I mean, it, it, that what good does that do? And uh, so anyway, she said it was. Um, it really wasn't um, as she goes. I mean, you, you know, she said I had all my information that I was supposed to have, but it wasn't as as militant as I expected it to be. And even people that were going in and out of France, they were saying that France now will even take just a you know a, 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 a test. You don't have to be vaccinated or anything like that. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, I, I don't know. She said it was not not really a big deal. And of course, you know, when you when you go to uh, you know the conditions of like the, the uh, a refugee camp where she was because of, you know, a lot of parts of uh, Africa are are war torn, 
And so there's refugee camps. She said that she said the refugee camp that she went to was probably the worst conditions that she had seen. And keep in mind, she's been to India, hmm. uh, where you know she came back from India saying, you know, I thought I'd seen poverty. That that was a level I'd never seen before. Wow. Uh, but anyway, she said the refugee camps were just. I mean, but but um, but anyway, um, it, it was um, it was a great trip. Saw some incredible things. Uh, some of it I, I don't think I can. Well, I mean, I, we're not talking about where she was, but. Well, I better not. She she was just saying that uh, you know uh, she's taught a lot, and I will say this: the 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 English school that she went to help with is, is doing some great things. I'll just say that. Uh, yeah. So so the um, and 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 she got to do some cool stuff and and be part of some great stuff. And she said uh, that probably some of the most joyful people uh, that she has experienced around the world. And, and she said, and and it's it's interesting how how how. Uh, so many of us lack the joy that that some of them have, and 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 they 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 were not concerned about Facebook and Instagram being down. Yeah, I started to say we probably had some people about ready to jump off a bridge yesterday. Well, just that, because Facebook yeah, and Instagram. Was yeah. Down. So thanks for all of your prayers and everything. But her her trip went really really smooth. It was very very productive, and uh, the Lord was gracious uh, with their travel. I mean, it's a long trip, but they didn't have any unnecessary delays or right. anything like well, that's that. That's cool. Yeah. So that was very very good, and they had great hosts there and. Sherry said, "Look, I'm gonna tell you what, and I'm, I remember." So the trips go smooth when it's just Sherry. When you're involved, it's when they don't go. Good. Yeah, I, you know, I always thought it was her, and now <laughs> I realize. But you know, I will tell you this: the, the two times that I have been to Africa, you you can eat really good there. I mean, the, the, if you if you get in the right place, because you know they they they're they're very much uh, into you know the meat and the cheeses mm-hmm. and the and the, and the stuff like that. If you can find the right spot, and she said that they were. Um, that the meals were fantastic by the people who hosted them and, and all that. So she, she said, I look, I, I had some great food. So it was good. Cause you know, of course that's the first thing I asked. Hey, right. So right. tell me about the food. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so the she's closest back. I ever got to Africa was going to South Carolina mm-hmm. mileage. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I, I will say this. Uh, well, your mission trip to Hawaii was very bad, <laughs> yeah. but the, um, I, that was going the other way. Yeah, but let me, let me, let me tell you what's funny is, Today's the day that I paid the price for all the things that I wasn't on top of as much. Because yeah, last sure. night was just simply get the luggage yeah. in, yeah. welcome Glad home, yeah, all this kind of stuff. I can't wait to, you know, she's like, I can't wait to get get, get in my bathtub, you know, that kind of stuff. Today's the day that she'll check on the Sunday school class and right. she'll check on this and all that. <laughs> right. Today's the day that I that that'll be a hard day on me. Yeah, you know, yeah. but but that's fine. I mean, I I handled most everything uh, that 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 needed to be done. And I think I think it was good. The house was in good order, but again, I didn't. I wasn't there a whole lot because usually, if I had free time, I was at the farm. I really, <laughs> I really only slept at the house. Really. Yeah, well, that, that's it, better because you don't have a chance to mess it up. Yeah, and a few times I slept at the farm, so I wasn't even there for that. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, I, I I do that though. I don't make a big mess if it's just me. You know, if you, if you if you look, I won't even. I might cook every now and then, but yeah. mainly I just grab something on the way or you know throw all that away in the trash. I'm trying to keep from there being a mess. I even made a mess the other day with DoorDash. Wow, did you? How'd yeah, you one that? of the containers that come in had something on the bottom of it, and I didn't realize it. And I got Good it on. Night. I got it on one of the mats, place mats. No more. Now, is DoorDash to you one of those things? I know there's others. Let's just say when we say DoorDash, we mean all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, did, did, but DoorDash is the only one that comes to my house. Okay, okay. But Uber Eats doesn't include my street, so yeah. I can't promote them. But 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 can, but yeah. can no, I? Just, it's very weird. Can I just say though? That's one of those things that I'm I'm thankful we live long enough to see that. I am too. I am too. You know, food right at the door. Uh, you know, because the first time it happened with pizza, we thought we won't get any better now. Right, right. And, well, I and, couldn't and, believe that. Yeah, because, but you know, yeah. when we Domino's were kids, changed, Rick, changed when we were a oh, kid, yeah. they used to bring milk, 
They used to bring grape drink. They used Charlie's to bring chips. orange. We had potato chips brought. To I'm our talking house. about a tub of them. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. That I made a tub. snare drum out of it. Oh, put yeah, a dog a great chain snare in the bottom drum. and yeah. cram it full of paper, and you got you a snare drum. And there wasn't an ounce. Of, <laughs> and there wasn't an ounce of grease on them chips. None. Oh, they were good. <laughs> Boy, they were good. They were that good. old Charlie truck. Oh, pull sure. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Did Charlie Chip ever make it into, look, we're in a bag now in a retail store, it's okay? I think so. Didn't they try that? I think they did. did it, but I don't see them. It had, to, it had to Didn't really run great. the price up to have a fleet of trucks you and put think. it in metal cans, you know, but. Who had the idea to deliver potato chips to your house? Listen, I, like okay. I told you, now it was, y'all, I know Greg will get on me, but my grandparents who lived out in the country and they were, they were not very well off at all. Uh, they used to have ice brought to their house. One of them big ice you know, box. The, the, mm. Yeah, they had a closet that yeah. was an ice that was where the They'd big chunk the of ice was. Yeah. Well, they put it on the floor, and you just went in there and chipped off ice mm-hmm. when you needed it and put it in the cup. Yeah, yeah. I, my mom's talking. About, I don't remember that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you remember the Avon lady coming to the house? Yeah, Avon, oh, lady. Avon lady. Yeah. She'd pull up in her little car and go yeah. down. I remember that. The World Book Encyclopedia people come around. Yeah. <laughs> For some reasons, that's nothing to do with delivery, but this always makes me remember <laughs> the big tin thing of the government peanut butter and the government cheese. Oh, that yeah. Cheese was good. You had to go get it. Though. Yeah. That government cheese. Commodity day. Yeah. <laughs> that government cheese was yeah. good. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hi, this is Pat Summit, and I am the person that can whip Rick and Bubba into shape. You definitely good. Uh, 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. MyPillow.com and the Rick and Bubba show teaming up, moving forward, and they've added bathrobes, sleepwear, and quilts uh, to the mighty MyPillow lineup. And, of course, same quality. Uh, these items, uh, you know... Uh, have great colors and styles. They're made from 100% U.S. upland cotton. Uh, the reaction so far from you has been outstanding. And if you go to MyPillow.com and you click on Radio Listeners, that's square there, use the promo code Bubba. That'll save you 30%. Uh, also, you can get 50% off those MyPillow slippers that Bubba and I love, uh, whatever size, style, or color that you want. Uh, all this can be found in all these other great items by just simply going to MyPillow.com. But don't forget that radio listener square because the promo code Bubba, it's when you when you pop that in, let the savings begin. It's almost like savings, savings. Uh, so B-U-B-B-A right there under radio listeners. Also look for that link uh, to MyPillow.com at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. So, uh, Bubba, I know there's the, the, the ongoing... Bubba, as we continue to balance all the information that we, uh, if you can follow it, uh, or juggle it, uh, juggle this involving <laughs> the the ongoing pandemic. Um, I'm not sure that uh, we'll ever allow the pandemic to officially end, as long as politics and uh, and propaganda are involved. It is a serious situation. It is real, and we try to we try to break it down to the most basic, true information. We try to stay with facts, things that we think we can. Based on now this, what are we at, 18 months we've been dealing with this? Yeah, they're about uh, 19 months. Going uh, on, too. Yeah. Long. Of course, I, I remember uh, as clear as a bell in the very beginning of this, when it started, we we did something weird, uh, looked back, started gathering information on pandemics uh, in the world uh, in, in, in past history. And, you know, the, the calendar that you looked uh, is about what we're experiencing with this one. It, 
It's going to last about two years, and and hopefully uh, we'll get to the point that it becomes, like we've said many times, even though this is not great news because people still die of the flu every year, but just not uh, to the to the numbers that we have now. We hope. Yeah, and so hopefully, uh, but but we're I think we are making progress, and uh, um, you know you got to keep a positive outlook and make some uh, you know basic decisions, and uh, and you want to be looking at your health, and uh, just like yeah. we we're doing here. You know, uh, to somebody had mentioned yesterday, and I, <laughs> I thought, oh boy, as it begins to wane again. Um, See if we hear news of a new variant. Just curious. See if we hear something in the next two weeks about a new variant. Got to look out for. Mm-hmm. Because that seems to be the way this thing keeps rolling out. Mm-hmm. Every time we start going down and you think, well, we're going to get back to normal. Ooh, or a new, new drug that has been created by the left. <laughs> that <laughs> well, can we also talk, be a We got to talk about that, too. Merck yeah. does have a pill coming out. They said, well, cut your risk uh, greatly. Of course, there's a lot of jokes that they have just remarketed uh, ivermectin. But sure. that, that's, mm. not, that, that's not factually correct, but it is a funny <laughs> it's joke. Funny. Yeah, it's it a funny, funny joke. Funny. So, Rick, we've been, we've been following the antibodies, and I have to say again, because I know if anything ever happened to me, the headline would be anti-vax radio host died. <laughs> oh, of course. Okay, yeah. I'm not anti-vax in no way, no how. I have people in my immediate family that have been vaccinated. I have close and personal friends here on the show that have been vaccinated. And if I thought in any way that it was dangerous or harmful, I would have objected strongly. So I have not. Um, so, Rick, the antibody test, I've had several over the past year. I had COVID over Christmas. So uh, it was December of last year. I got the better uh, antibody test done last week. Got the results yesterday. I am coming in, my magic number, 703.8, or for our argument, 704. That's right. We'll call it 704. Mm. So I, I was trying to um, look at some of those numbers to see how that, how that fell. Now, the, the range that they tell you, is up to 2,500. That's a big range. Or if it's more greater than 2,500, that's just where they stop. Uh, But if you're, get this, if you're more than 0.08, less than 1%, and we'll round it to 1% for argument. If you have 1% show up on this test, you have antibodies. So sitting there at 703, 704, I feel pretty good about it. Um, I've talked to several people. I look at what people are posting online. You know, you see numbers in the in the uh, you know twenties, thirties, fifty, a hundred, two hundred, three hundred. So you know, I feel like the seven hundred four is a pretty pretty solid number. And keep in mind that's uh, that is ten months later. Yeah, ten months. So I'm go- I'm going to be somewhat of an experiment in this, just from my own curiosity of how long it will last naturally. And have I been exposed to it again? And and my antibodies kicked up. I don't know uh, because we did we weren't able to track it before with that better test. But I'm going to ask for this test in the future and just try to keep getting it about every ninety days and seeing how that plays out. Yeah, so. yeah. And uh, usually, you know, because this is how we work. Even though this is incorrect. Yeah. See, since I had COVID two weeks before you, right. I assumed that I'm in the right. same position. And I know yeah. Hams is tracking my too. So, but my, 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 my antibody wife, test doesn't necessarily mean yours. No, but no, would, uh, I got that speech last night. I, I, I told uh, I told Amanda. I, said, I know well, it's incorrect, but I still do it. <laughs> Rick, Rick, I got I got Bubba's text out and everything last night, and I said, "Hey, honey, I got some good news. My antibodies they're really good." She's like, "How do you know? Did you go get a test?" I said, "No, Bubba got a test." She goes, "I hate to break it to you, but that's not how it works." <laughs> that's funny. 
Well, here's the thing I know. I have uh, – and, and The doctor look, called it, Rick, in his note, very high. So that that was the – you didn't say that, and I'm glad you said that because that's the thing I hung on to. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. All, all this thing about the numbers got very confusing. Yeah. I wanted to hear what our doctor said. Right. And when you said the word, not just high, but very high, so, I was like, okay. I'm, I'm, the, the, of course, Rick, that, that doesn't mean yours right. that way. <laughs> well, but, but for some thing, reason, I think can, it is. Hey, we – we can easily get the test done, and I think we need to check everybody, kind yeah. of track as a group. Yeah. Even get Greg who's in, and Adler, who's been vaccinated, so we'll know where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. Then we can compare natural to vax. Good. We could we'll be a little mini-study We here. could have an antibody It'll playoff. be anecdotal. Well, well, here's where I'm a little confused, though, okay? Here's where I'm a little confused. And, and look, I'm just – I'm I'm not worried about it. I'm right. good, and I think you know, antibodies are good. Let me tell you what I do know. I know this for a fact, Okay. I have the natural antibodies, and I do know I've been exposed to it, right? Uh, and more than one time, right? And 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 have not gotten it, which I'm, I'm th- of course, I may not have gotten it just because of the way. Do do I think I can still get it with natural antibodies? Yeah. Do I think people who are fully vaccinated can still get it? Yeah, because I I know I know those two things have happened, right? But but what we're talking about is what kind of protection do you have for right. not to be severe? You know, I, and that kind of where we are, because yeah. from from, from and, what I, from what I can tell, the natural antibodies nor the vaccine. Can guarantee that you won't test positive for it. Correct? Yes, that is correct. It, but they both and, and it won't guarantee you're not going to get sick. Right, but they seem to help you not to get rid of it. Yeah, sick. Get, correct. Don't yeah. y'all think that's kind of the truth yeah. that we're talking I, about? I, I think so. It's, I it, hope so. It helps you. Uh, um, but, but you anyway. know, I did. I felt. God, what day was it? Uh, was it the end of last week? Because see, this is Tuesday. Maybe it was earlier. I, there was a day, and I've got allergies real bad anyway, yeah. and I was having a bad allergy day or two, and I kind of felt bad, and I thought, well, here we go. I've got a home test, mm-hmm. and I, I gave myself the home test just to check it, and it was negative, so yeah. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> well, no, no, I told y'all, good. I told y'all back uh, it was in. <laughs> I've got all kind of tests, y'all. I <laughs> yeah. even got a home antibody test. I just don't want to prick my finger. I know. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's hard to do You want to bring it in here, we'll test all y'all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I wish you could have seen. It doesn't give you a number. Yeah. And I've talked about this many, many times uh getting opportunities to speak and i and it's the truth too i go and i say hey guys let me tell you this uh if we had back at the resource table we've developed a supplement and you're not going to get covid and it's not going to kill you and they're all like yeah and i said now the bad news you're still going to die <laughs> you, you, right. you're still going to die of something else so i'd get prepared for that yep. you know and uh but because let me tell you about let me tell you about earthly death in the human body undefeated uh, yes, th- there's is. only been one person defeated, and uh, and he's where our hope is, so that we won't die eternally. Yep. But if Jesus doesn't come back in your lifetime, you are going to die. I mean, because th- you know, this this thing only it has a timer on it; it's not going to go on forever. Something's going to get you. The clock is ticking, right? right. And uh, so I, you kind of need to live your life like today you could die, whether you yep. get, get COVID or not. Because I see a lot of people that die of, of things that uh, that none of us talk about or whatever. But anyway, so um, so I know <coughs> you were talking about this. This was back in July. Because mm-hmm. I remember when it was, because I had a speaking engagement coming up that was going to be a come come in Saturday night, then get up and do Sunday morning with with a, a friend of mine who had booked me years ago. I mean, back during the first time we had to cancel it, and so I knew that I had been exposed. Somebody told me after the show uh, on Friday, and so I think to myself, the minute he told me that he sat next to me for an hour and a half and had COVID. <laughs> The minute he told me that, I started Sir. developing symptoms. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And 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 I, and I said, and, I, yeah, and this and, and and so this is when I had the antibodies and still do, uh, I think, since Bubba does. But anyway, so so anyway, so so I get to the point that I've got made myself so sick, it's over. Right. I mean, I, right. I look. No, this is how far I went. Grabbed my laptop on the way out because I knew I'd be doing the show it's from funny. home. Funny. Right. Okay. Got my microphone stuff together. I'm setting up for me to be at the home <laughs> studio Monday. 
And uh, I'm 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 about to call my friend and say I'm about to give you a handle. I cannot come this weekend because I I have COVID. <laughs> and and, the, and so the, the I go get the the test and I'm sitting there in the truck and I'm I mean I think to my I'm in the truck I'm thinking maybe I should just leave my truck and get an ambulance. <laughs> yeah, you know how you start yeah. you, your mind is it's incredible. So the woman walks over to me and and I and I look my window's going down and I'm like well here it comes and she she goes baby you're you're negative you don't have it. Like that, and I and the minute she said that, I felt tremendous. Yeah, I, I start oh, yeah. I started feeling better. Before you know it, I'm singing in the car, y'all. This the mental aspect of of, of your body is is really strange. I mean, you, hey, you can you can like I said, you can get sick worried about being sick because I, I it happened to me. I mean, look, it, and then of course you know I continue to test negative, didn't have any problems, and never developed any symptoms. So, well, it's. You know, I know we have a lot of medical professionals. Is that good? Are we good with that? Are we happy with the 704? Is that all right? Well, I'm confused how you can be very high at 704, but there's a potential to be 2,500. Yeah, it's a pretty broad scale. That's a broad scale. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Unbelievable. Rick and Bubba, earning a living off loading expectations. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the show that is still here nearly 28 years later. Basically because people have heard about the show, listened to the show, and then said, you know what, that's not as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, the TuneIn app is back and rocking. Uh, Helmsy got that up and running uh, late in the show yesterday, but we, we wanted to be sure it was stabilized before we said, so welcome all of our tune-in folks back. We had an equipment problem here at the plaza, got that um, repaired, and uh, we are back on our 24-7 uh, tune-in channel where you get the live show streaming on the tune-in app. It's a free app, and then you get 24-7 of Rick and Bubba Best of Moments. And yeah, the, our, our outage yesterday had nothing to do with the Facebook, Instagram outage. It was on our end, yeah, but yeah. wow, the timing. Uh, so we'll, and we'll, we'll cover that we'll cover story that. later. I, I don't know how that happens. But anyway, Rick, kind of wrapping this up, I got an email uh, from someone who works in the medical field. I'm going to be real careful. 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 Watch here out. Watch out, 704. Out hey, watch out, to, 704. Uh, to protect uh, their situation. Are you 704 or 708? I can't remember. It's 703.8. But 704. Yeah, 704 for our argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this person had emailed me and said, Hey, did you ever hear back from your lab work? Um, I had COVID almost a year ago. I had my uh, antibodies checked, and it was close to 300. Uh, I'm in the medical field, and later this month, I will no longer be employed because they are mandating the vaccine, and I refuse to take it at this time. Uh, Many of my coworkers listen uh, to the show, and uh, we didn't know if we had missed the report or not. So there it is, 704-703.8. And uh, that's 10 months after the fact. So uh, the old natural antibodies hanging in there a little longer than what they told us to begin with. Um, well, but, but, you know, Rick, I still this is so this just disturbs me. The fact that we were, were making such uh, a big deal and we needed to. It was justified for the people who were on the front line during the, the first year of the covid war. And they were working, and I, I, you know, I've seen some of the, the schedules that these people were working. It's un—I don't see how they did it. Yeah. Quite frankly, I don't see how they didn't just die in the street. Yeah. 
uh, with the overtime they were run, running and the days they were running and how long they went without a break and all of this. And, and we hail them as heroes, rightly so, because they were taking care of those that were sick that, quite frankly, nobody else wanted to be around them, yep. you know. And here we are now putting them out on the street like they're a, a common criminal or something because they won't get the vaccine. If they survived all of that, don't you think they're okay? Or shouldn't that be their choice? Well, I, I mean, you know how certain things stick in your mind. Now, did you? Didn't you? We get an email. Another person that didn't. And that what you're reading is this? A, yeah, a, I'm reading it. I'm paraphrasing it from right. their email. Yeah, and they're saying that they're 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 going to uh, they're going to be, gonna be let go with the fifteenth. Yeah, yeah. So I don't understand that logic because I think it. I, I mean, it's lunacy that you would mandate something that these people in the medical field are perfectly comfortable with most all of them that are working on the front lines have natural antibodies because they got exposed to it dealing with all these patients. And they're saying that they would not like to be forced to get the vaccine, but they want to continue to work. And again, it does sound odd that we're trying to protect fully vaccinated people from unvaccinated people, but yet we're telling everybody that if you'll just get the vaccine, your, your worries are over. Uh, but, but, and we can all return back to, to normal as you hear all the time. But I, I just think that's a bad strategy because from what I've gathered to Bubba's point, we desperately need uh, these um, these people that, as you said, we were calling, and rightfully so, uh, heroic. Now, many of them said, you know, I'm not a hero. This is the job I always do. And when people get really sick, if I train to be in the medical field, then I should expect to be working whenever people are sick. Yeah. Uh, so some people are saying they thought the hero thing was, you know, we they appreciated it, but just, you know, I'm not really being heroic for just doing my job. Right, but, but, it, but, but it, yeah. it was an extreme condition. Yeah, but it was. It was. And, and But I have no problem. We need to be very, very thankful, and we're thankful for these people and how hard they work all the time, but especially how, how hard they're having to work now. But uh, but to tell them to, – To ease that pressure, we're going to fire a bunch of that, – That makes no sense. And it, I, I saw where the governor of New York said, well, we're going to bring in the National Guard. How many National Guards that you've got can be nurses that are qualified to be it's, nurses? It's just dumb. Thousands? Especially when we really don't have any <clears throat> strong evidence that the, the people with antibodies are at any more risk than the fully vaccinated people. Uh, um, it, it's almost like you're getting what you need anyway. Uh, there, you know, the, the, the antibody nurses are just as protected as the vaccine nurses, uh, uh, based on what we have right now. Now, if that goes on to not be proven going forward, then, then fine, but it's not like they don't have any protection. You know what? They're, they're not, they're not dangerous. Uh, I, I, I can still see in my mind, there was a nurse holding up a sign who did not want to be forced to get the vaccine that said, I have treated, and it was 500 yeah. and something patients i have strong full antibodies uh you know i'm i'm not at risk nor am i a risk to anybody else rick that's what is just so bizarre to me about this we've just it's been it's it hasn't been intellectually honest it hasn't been transparent uh the whole reason you get the vaccine is so your body will generate antibodies right so if you got them from another source you've already got them I, d- I just don't know why that is such a such a negative. And we know the ones from the shot don't last forever. We're going to have to have boosters and God knows how many years of that. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't get it. By the way, too, um, just FYI, uh, a, a article that was on uh, online here in our state on AL.com 
said that uh, there is a uh, they're they're trying to get people. They want fifteen thousand people for a study on the effectiveness of ivermectin, Flonase, and one other drug to treat COVID. So they're they're about to have a big fifteen thousand person study on hey, something I'm, that we've been that we're being told ain't no way it works. Hey, so apparently it might. Hey, they're now, gonna look at it again. Well, they can come to Chilton <laughs> County because we all on it. <laughs> And, uh, Look, Rick, they, here's the thing. It, it may not work. We don't know, but don't rule it out just because it gets in the way of the almighty vax. Yeah, this, the, 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 hey, and we had another treatment working. Monoclonal antibodies made in a lab. Synthetic antibodies that we gave people. Working miracle. Cutting that back. Not enough vax. You're going to have to cut. Pull that back a little bit. Look, I got to. Is that not. The, that's another thing that's asinine. Yeah. How about send it to where people are sick, save lives? You don't need to save them for Oklahoma, Raggedy Ann, if they don't have the cases. <laughs> right. How ridiculous. Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jewel, and like every other red-blooded American girl, I love the Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza. And teleport, a brand new hour, uh, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsley, and Adler here. Speedy out. Uh, he'll be back t- uh, tomorrow the next day. Will of Mead still in play? Hasn't spun yet this week, so that can happen at any time. Be paying attention for that. Your phone call's coming up uh, this hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. My number is 704. What's yours? That's right. Uh, for some reason, I think that's mine as well. Uh, matter of fact, I've, I'm really cocky. I'm giving myself an 806. Uh, but anyway. Rick, go over there and get yours tested. We I need will. to track all this. I will. I'll get, I'll get it done. Uh, it's just uh, a portal. Does anybody just pick up the phone anymore and say, can you come at uh, uh, 1115 on Wednesday? Does does anybody do that anymore? The portal is not as hard. I know. But does does anybody ever pick up the phone anymore and say, hello, can we help you? Not many. Not many. Every time I call. When you get there, there's a lot of nice people. It's just you can't get them on the phone. Every time I call customer service of any kind, I start screaming, I need to talk to a representative. I want a person. Well, okay, what, what is your problem? And in, in a few words, tell us what your problem is. <laughs> I want to talk to a person. You say you want to talk to her, or one of our representatives. Yes. Uh, and then you hear, you hear <laughs> the topic? music. You hear the, you hear the music. <laughs> Before our representative gets on, give us some idea of what yeah. your problem so is. So we'll know where to see Put a call. person on. And then you hear the music, and then what do you hear after that? Due to the uh, high demand. Yeah. I know. Hold on. For some reason, everybody blames everything on COVID now. Due to the pandemic. Oh, I know. Uh, Rick, had, do you, do you, you I, always, I'm thinking to myself, what has cable got to do with the pandemic? Yeah, every time I call, we're experiencing abnormally high Abnormally volume. high. And I will go, every time I call, it's abnormally high. Maybe you need more phone lines. Maybe you should just say. Because if it's all the time high, then yeah. you're not where you need to be. You know what? And it also isn't abnormal. Yeah, I know. So it. what you need to say is, hey, man, we ain't got a lot of folks. You're going to be on hold a while. <clears throat> just say that. I, I, this is what I would like to hear one time. 
we have very low demand, your call is going right through. Yeah. Right. We'll be with you. We'll Here is short. someone that will actually speak English mm-hmm. and probably from mm-hmm. the continental United States. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then you feel the pickup. <laughs> then you think, please, 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 please. Is this William Burgess? Is this Mr. Bugs? Uh, all right, so um, Rick, and of course, you know, with what I, I feel like is a celebration of the antibody test today. Of course, I get an email to bring me down. Of course, it says, "Hey, uh, one thing not being considered." Um, well, wait a minute, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> they basically said, "Okay, here it is." Hey, guys, I'm not in the medical field. Okay, well, with, then, well then, but my, with all the focus all right. on the levels of antibodies, <laughs> this doesn't make sense to me. With no other vaccine, do we test antibodies to see if they're still working? If I had the MMR antibodies tested today, I wouldn't have any active antibodies unless I'd come into contact with measles, mumps, or rubella. To me, having constant levels of antibodies would lessen my body's ability to fight off other sickness. One last thought, wasn't people dying from COVID because our immune response was too, too much, too strong, and it was causing people not to be able to breathe? Just a question. I don't know. Thank, I, I, thanks, Doug. I can't even follow Doug's email. I don't know what Doug's talking about. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, initially it looked like the over-response to our body was causing the mucus in the lungs, which is why people couldn't breathe. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a good question. Well, I mean, but it, that's... Uh, that's uh, duh. Duh. So, uh, so anyway, uh, yesterday, you know, we, we came in and, you know, we had issues and it was on our end uh, yep. with the tune in app and we got that resolved. So it, it had nothing to do with the actual platform of tune in, but then we get this deal, uh, from, uh, was it Adler who sent out the Facebook and Instagram are down. Now, when he first said that, I thought he was just talking about ours. Yeah, I did too. And, uh, and I, so I, I, messing with so it. I thought, well, the cancellations finally happened. The, <laughs> the cancel culture has got us. <laughs> they got us. Uh, but uh, it was the entire deal uh, that were the, all that were owned by the same people, right? So Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, correct, all went down, correct. And it was weird that it all went down after sixty minutes. Interviewed the whistleblower. Yeah, yeah. That, that timing. It, it was a very about that? damning report. Let me put it that way. Yeah. And uh, the, um, the have we had the the um, what's her name Jane Doe's daughter has she got interviewed yet on ABC was yeah that, Rose was that last night yeah yeah Jane was, Rose's daughter yeah was that last night uh, she was on yesterday morning I think is there it was a, on ABC uh, I don't even know what you're talking about so yeah, I can't uh, well, well they were going to interview because you know the whole Roe Ro v. Wade you got to remember what my my morning was I yeah, don't right. know what was discussed so, so, so the Roe v. Wade case yeah. was a woman okay. who said Jane Roe who said, okay. who said she wanted name. she wanted the right to abort her baby and didn't have that right she was from Texas from Texas right so then all these years people finally she went out and actually which was weird was was pro-choice then became pro-life. Then before she died, she said she's still pro-choice. She was getting good speaking fees to be pro-life, so she pretended to be pro-life. Right. And that's how right. it all ended, which right. was really weird. Uh, mm. So so anyway, um, but everybody's always wanted to talk to the daughter that the, the uh, baby that would mm-hmm. that would have been oh, okay. that would have been aborted. Wow. So she's fifty something now. Yeah. She she was not aborted because it was illegal. Uh, she was given up for adoption. Never knew who her uh, adopt her her biological parent was, 
and just found out uh, not too long ago, I guess, when she was over 18 or something. Yeah. And anyway, she, she has not come forward until this interview. Yeah, the, the National Enquirer tried to give her big money when she was 19, and right. she, she would not come forward. So now she's in her 50s, and she was going to be interviewed by ABC, and now she's no fan of her mother, her yeah. birth mother. Uh, didn't, but, didn't want to meet her. No, but but you would think you know that people go, well, um, if she's going, and I was laughing at our, our fellow Blaze uh, uh, host, Glenn Beck, because he was, you know, because I got I had to leave early after the show yesterday to to take care of some stuff, and uh, so I never I, a lot of times I'm not in the car that quick, but I could hear Glenn on, on one, one in our market, and he was on there going out. Let me just prepare everybody for this. ABC is promoting the interview with this daughter. Right. Okay. Uh, the daughter now has is, is lives in Texas, uh, where where the you know the abortion law is, right. is is all this controversy. He goes, I hate to, to ruin the, the – the, but do you really think they're going to put this daughter on and her talk about that she would have never had life you know, if her, if her mother had been able to – and she's suddenly going to be this wonderful proponent for pro-life. Do you really think ABC is going to yeah. do this interview? The, the fact that they're doing it, it should show yeah, everybody and, where And he said, he said, with all the things that are in play here mm-hmm. and this Texas thing and all that, do you really think – they're going to interview her and her go, well, you know what? I'm, I'm a living example of why you, everybody needs to be pro-life. You know, even if you don't want, think you can take care of your baby, at least give us a, a life. We, I've had great adopted parents. He goes, do you really think that's how this is going to go? <laughs> he goes, now, I, I don't know how it, it, it's going to play out, but I can promise you it's not going to be this, this great day or night or whenever the interview was for the pro-life movement. I can promise you that. Because if it was, it, would ne- it wouldn't see the light of day on ABC. Now, the part, <laughs> the part I saw, and I didn't see a whole lot of it, she when she was asked how she felt about the issue, she said she had her own feelings, but she was not going to make them public because she didn't want to be used by either side. Right. That's the part I saw. Right. So, hmm. so what was the interview about? I mean, I, I think it was all about how they had approached her right. and and why she's coming out now, and you know the fact she didn't. I, I, like I said, I didn't see enough of it to know, but I did see that clip from the interview that she said she has her own feelings on the issue, but she doesn't want to be used by any, either side. So I yeah. don't know. Maybe a lot of nothing. I don't know. Well, it would seem to me, I'm not trying to get in someone's head, that if I'm alive <laughs> yeah. and I wouldn't have been alive. Yeah, that I'm uh, probably for the thing that kept me alive. <laughs> you would think. I would think that. And the fact I got to be raised by you know parents and have a life and – it would it would almost be like somebody had been saved by a ventilator in the COVID run, but they were against people making ventilators. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. So, uh, we'll take your phone calls next at eight six six. We be big. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. She is a lady comes from all around. All right, so let's uh, let's get you lined up here at eight six six. We be big, and let's find out what is on your mind. Uh, the folks, uh, what's the company that has Facebook and all? Is that Google? Who's, who, who does Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp? Facebook. It's Facebook. Facebook does Instagram and WhatsApp. Oh, that's right. That's the they. They claim that they're 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 you know 
being offline yesterday had nothing to do with the interview, and they had some sort of something they tried and it went south or something. Yeah. They tried to change something, something with their network mm-hmm. and caused an outage. That's you, what they're saying. Of course, it was know, all day. You know, it's seven just, hours worth. It's just shocking to me when you're at the level that they're at worldwide. Mm-hmm. All the servers they have, kind all, like the, all the farm, they're worldwide. Yeah. And uh, how in the world do you not have backup for that? How does that ever happen? Well, they're not telling us the truth. You know that. Well, that's the key. It's they ain't telling us something. the truth. But it's I mean, what, what what, you're whatever saying. they have, yeah. what what yeah. you know, they you know me. Got, I'm for a hot backup. They yeah, they've got servers <laughs> hosting Facebook. <laughs> But but I mean I can't believe they don't have like one on each coast and they right. they back each other up or something you know I mean well, they probably do Bubba they're just not telling the truth right <laughs> Bubba something's you're not point, adding you're up making the point yeah. I mean, th- did somebody go in there and and mess them up you I tell you who did the whistleblower uh, Pam <laughs> in Mississippi Pam go ahead welcome to Rick and Bubba how are you today I'm doing fine how are y'all we're great. fired up and ready <laughs> awesome. Well, I tell you what, I, I'm a customer service champion. Are you really? We'll be the judge I'm of sure that. I am. Yeah, we'll be the judge I'm of sure that. I am. Yeah. So who do well, you work with? Oh, well, uh, well, right now I need a job. <laughs> oh, do you really? <laughs> I do. So, I do. So you? And, uh, yeah. Uh, hmm. No, I'm, well, I tell you what. Now, I, I moved from uh, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, to uh, Eupora, Mississippi, about six years ago. Okay. I had no idea that the job market was as bad as it is here. Gosh, I would have thought they'd be people yeah. just begging yeah. you to come to yeah. work. Yeah. Right now, especially. Yeah. Well, maybe not in well, your line of work if you're in customer true. service. Yeah. Cause that, you know. Well, actually, I, w- I was in the marketing and advertising. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I would think and there I'll, would be a lot of openings right Yeah, now. I would too. But, you know, you may just have to take what you can get and work your way out from there. Hey, I tell you what, last job I had, I was waiting tables, and I hadn't done that since I was 16 years old. Well, you know what, though? Uh, <laughs> I'm the same age as y'all are. Oh, we, oh boy. <laughs> well, yeah. well, God yeah, love you. I'm 50, I'm 50, so I just turned 57. Well, you yeah. know what? And Keep on. That's a great age. Yeah, you keep on keeping on, and, and there's opportunities you don't mind out me, there. Yeah, if you don't Pam <laughs> in Mississippi, if you need somebody who's a customer service champion, gets after yeah. it. she's there. And a very cheerful. Pam, put put us on your resume, and we get a call about you. We'll say, hey, she's awesome. Uh, let's go to Nikki out of Wetumpka. Nikki, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, I was just wondering what the actual name of the test was that Bubba had done to uh, test his antibody level. All I know is they sent it off to Quest Labs. Okay. So I don't know. Is there um, anybody test that goes to Quest Labs? Yeah, if you ask your medical. I think they send most labs to Quest. Well, they but, not always but, because the earlier ones they did in-house. Well, I'm talking about the ones that, that they have to send off. Right. Quest is just a. Ask your doctor this. Say, I'd like to have the because I know what I it's called. I want the number. I, I want know, the one Bubba got. I know what it's called. Say, I want to do the test. <laughs> it's called, how about them antibodies? <laughs> and, uh, no. Okay, listen. It's called, uh, wait a minute. Uh, just tell them you want the called one. a spike protein test, something like that. Oh, just, just tell them you want the one that they have to send it off. Yeah, just it, you want the number. Okay. You want the number to come back on yeah. the antibodies between zero and uh, twenty five hundred. Yeah, there if you, you tell your doctor you just simply want the antibodies test that gives a number, I bet he knows what it is yeah. or she. So she's probably yeah, he yeah. she done a few of them. Yeah. So yeah, just tell them you want the one with the number. Uh, that, right, that, that, Rick, that Rick and Bubba can't think of the name of. Right. It's uh, called a spike protein something. Let's go to Andre in Montgomery, I-92, WLWY. And Andre, go ahead. Andre. 
Morning, fellas. Bye. Hey, Andre. I just wanted to. Uh, I had a joke for Bubba that I seen yesterday with the face regarding the Facebook crash. It said when Facebook and Instagram rant, uh, went down, ham radio did not. Amateur radio keeping people in contact since 1901. That's oh, yeah. Well, the problem with ham radio, though, with our society today, it's impossible to post a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, go, <laughs> let's go to South Carolina where Alan is standing by. Alan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? All right. Good morning, fellas. Hey. Uh, I wanted to let you know I, had a, I got a buddy. He's 94 years old. He was in close contact with a guy who tested positive the next day for about three hours. And he thinks that uh, since he had, in World War II took all that quinine, that he thinks that might have helped him. Good. Say that again. In World War II, he, he, got, he was exposed to what? Uh, well, he wasn't exposed to nothing. He, you know, they had to give him all that quinine. No, I, I didn't know that. No. What, what, uh, is that something they gave them? Yeah, in World War II, he's over in the jungles, and they kept him, you know, from getting malaria. Understood. Right, oh, right. okay. I just didn't know the name of it. Okay, I got yeah, you. The anti-parasite. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he didn't have no problems at all. Well, yeah, you know, Sherry must be. I mean, cause she, she's so full of malaria drugs right now. I mean, she. What did she have to take to go? Probably that. I don't know what it was. We need to see. That might be a big. Whatever big thing. Farley told her to, you know. But you know, the, her doctor asked things like, "You're going to be in an urban area. You're going to be rural." And now they, 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 it's all Rick both. Yeah, I might right. drive to town. I, <laughs> Give like me what be, I need if I go to town. Too. I'd like to have the one that protects me from all malaria. Yes, I'll go with all malaria yeah. for three hundred, please. Uh, Blake in Mississippi. Blake, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? What's going on, guys? How y'all this morning? We're fantastic. Great, great. Hey, I was calling a reference to the ladies that meant to go about no job hired anywhere. Uh, I'm not sure about a new floor, but there is folks hired and starved everywhere. Uh, people needing help. Need help now, like yeah, I'm seeing the same yeah. thing. Uh, and so, you know, too, I know a lot of times people don't want to go into a job they feel like maybe they're overqualified for. Mm-hmm. But with the lack of good employees right now, I think anything you do, if you do it well, you're going to move up quickly. Move up real quickly, yeah. And to me, uh, if I need income, then I'm not overqualified for any job. No, no. Uh, let's go to Brad. Brad, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Morning, boys. Hey, hey, buddy. I just wanted y'all seen on the news yesterday over in Abbotsville at a chicken plant. They're making fifteen dollars an hour. So they got a little Mexican girl on there, want to go on strike to make more money. That, is, that, is that the extent of the call? That that's it. Rick, I go uh, back to our conversation. I, I, in I the didn't. Uh, right. I, I didn't see the story you're talking about, right. but. I, you know, I, I would think it's probably uh, across the board most people who, whatever you're doing, would like a raise, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know too many people going, ah, that's enough. Yeah. I don't want any more. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> you, you make the play. If you, if, you, if you do that, here's how it works. You either are in a position of, uh, of, of advantage. You've got leverage. And so then you can find a way to get paid more because they, they need you and you get together right. and say, we, we're not going to work for this. But if you're not in a position of leverage, then they just put somebody else in at that job at $15 an hour, and you get to go home. Yeah, that's, you know, that's so, the free market. That's uh, how it works out. Megan in Alabama. Megan, go ahead. Megan. Hey, good morning, Green Acres. Thanks for Thank the call. You. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. Um, y'all were talking earlier about the Commodore and Lionel Richie. Have y'all heard the speech that he does, the t- as the collaboration with the country? Uh, 
Boy, boy, your phone was just the phone was breaking on us a little bit there. So sorry, it just it just. So sorry. I know that we had a show where people could just send us pictures. It worked fine. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness, The Rick and Bubba Show. She's a bad man just as fine as she can be. 35 minutes past the hour. All right, so uh, we're back. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Uh, proud to be on the Rick and Bubba show. And look, this is maybe what was it, Pam, that called out of Mississippi? Can't, can't yep. find a job. Yep. So, Pam, why don't you go to LinkedIn.com slash Bubba because uh, you're going to see some opportunities out there. But maybe you're a business and you, you don't know how to get your you know, opportunity in front of the Pams of the world. Well, go to LinkedIn.com slash Bubba because then you'll have access to LinkedIn's – it's the world's largest professional network of over 770 million professionals. And here's what they do. They're going to get some screening questions from you, meaning what? You're not going to interview people that never really have a chance. You're going to be like, well, why am I interviewing this person? This person doesn't have the qualifications we need. So what they're going to do is give some screening questions. So then, when you get people, you know, in front of um, you know the, the people that look at your opportunity, they've already been pre-screened. So now you you interview the best of the best, the top candidates. So go to LinkedIn.com/slash/bubba. You can post your job for free as a listener of the old Rick and Bubba show. LinkedIn.com/slash/bubba. There's also um, a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. Free now, free job post. All right, free. So listen, we got some uh, celebrity news. Well, we're big rock singers. We, we got, got gold celebrity rings. news, and we're loved everywhere we go. Well, celebrity news. We, we sing about beauty, and we sing about truth. At ten thousand dollars a show, that's right. We take all kind of pills to give us all kind of thrills, but the thrill we never know. It's the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Somebody say Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Wanna see my picture on the cover? Wanna buy five copies for my mother? Wanna see my smiling face on the cover of the Rolling Stone? All right, so Bubba. First of all, Captain Kirk is going up. How about that? Captain Kirk's going up. William Shatner will fly to space aboard Blue Origin rocket. You know, uh, the battle of the free enterprise, the private companies going to space, this is really getting good because they're trying to outdo each other on the PR scale. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're going to send the first girl who mm-hmm. has a prosthetic knee and was cured of cancer. That, right. We're going to send William Shatner. We're going to send a girl, a lady that should have been a regular astronaut and missed it by one. Sending her. We're going to send Jeff Bezos. Right. We're going to send his brother. We're going to yeah. auction off a spot. Right. Well, we're going to auction off. We're going to draw right. one if you gave to this charity. This is great. 
This is great. Try to outdo each other. Creativity. I'm all for it, Rick. Um, we even got a new group now that's going to operate out of the spaceport out in Arizona that are going to carry people to orbit low Earth orbit or the edge of space, if you will, EOS, on a giant balloon. Have you seen that? They're going to fly in a crew container where it's got all these windows, all these seats. They're going to carry you basically with like a weather balloon up to the edge of space. The balloon will pop. You'll come back down on a parachute to take in control, and they're going to land you on a, a designated landing spot. Yeah, so we're just shooting people And, and up those in tickets are going to be $50,000 a seat. Is there anybody who's willing to launch Dr. Fauci and if and and maybe well can we launch him at any most point? Most of these are round trip tickets, Rick. So mm-hmm. no, nothing gained there. Right. What if we wanted to see how far we could launch somebody and we didn't care whether it came back or not? <laughs> you know, just what if we tied his belt to that balloon and let him go? But you know, this big, that's funny. But you, he, he's ninety years old. Should we be doing this? Well, I think he'll be the oldest uh, person to go into space. Because right? he'll set a record. Right? What Blue Origin is telling you, you back to this perfectly laid out contest you're talking about we're sending captain kirk that's what they're saying oh yeah yeah everybody's going for the high uh, pr and see rick you know all along we said years ago nasa should have been doing more of this to begin with yep uh they sent uh, john glenn back up to, to as a payoff so his committee in congress wouldn't investigate bill clinton we remember that yes so, but this is a little more uh, fun i think uh you've also got virgin galactic that has been cleared to resume their flights so, I mean, this is just, a, if you grew up in the space age that I did, and I thought this was going to be our future, and we ground to a halt going to the moon, we ground to a halt doing new, creative, fun things. We did build a space station. That's okay. But we want to go out there. We want to go further. We want to see what's out there. We want to look. We want to walk. We want to bring back rocks. And, you know, we're, we're headed that way. And, and we got many people competing. That is the best way to do it. It's just, yep. this is so American to do this. It really and is. And I love it. I do too. Uh, Bubba, we have a, a North Carolina high school. <laughs> now, it took a South African guy to get it going. <laughs> but but it's right. an American thing to do. But you know and what? And a British guy. Yeah, right. And uh, they I don't an know American, where the other guy's from. They I think an American in the bunch. I think he's a bookseller from California. But anyway, right, it's, yeah. it's, it only could happen in America. Really. That's right. You can't, you can't do No matter where you came country. from. That's right. And they got here illegally. That's the mixing pot. See, yeah. we the, the best, the cream rises to the crop. To what? the top. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the crops come in. And the top is where the, the best is at. <laughs> hey, this is Will Farrell, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba. Will Farrell, Bubba, and our celebrity news. So the Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, uh, they they love the Will Farrell because this is um, this is where his parents and grandparents uh, are natives, and they said from time to time Will Farrell stops there for a bite at what they call Second Street Lunch, whatever that is. But anyway, the, Where, the what can, what states? This is in North Carolina, and it's at Rowan Roanoke Rapids High School. Yep. And on their 100th birthday, they started working all their Will Ferrell connections, and they have been sent a cowbell, you know, from the More Cowbell sketch that that is supposed to be autographed by Will Ferrell. Uh, and it says "Happy 100th to RRHS More Cowbell," and it says Will Ferrell. Now, Greg, of course, the skeptic, 
is claiming that there, what if what if just somebody did this for them and it's not really Will Ferrell's autograph? So then they auctioned it off, right? Do yes. I understand it right? It's going to be it's going to be for their special auction, and, and they did, I think. Yeah. And it, oh, sorry, and it got thirty six hundred dollars yeah. by a uh, local okay, dentist good. who was a there you, go. you know grew up and graduated from that school. Yeah. I would have thought it, honestly it would have gotten just more. a little bit more. I than agree. That. Yeah. So. Um, so there it is, and Greg said he'd give four, not look back. Yeah, yeah, he would give four grand. So that's kind of cool. And, and I'll be honest with you, some of you were texting me and and uh, sending me emails and saying stuff on social media over the weekend. You were asking two things: Have I heard from John Thomas? That was a big one. Uh, still haven't heard from John, uh, but uh, but did you hear from Will Ferrell? Because if you remember this right here, hey, this is Will Ferrell, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. Was Will Ferrell calling me on my birthday? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was a big one. Speedy chased him. It is. Uh, and now watch me tie this celebrity update together. Okay. Will Ferrell was once in Talladega Nights, which is the reason he called because he was in town shooting that. Right. And the the rain shortened Talladega race yesterday. Uh, Bubba Wallace wins Talladega. Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. Now, you know, Bubba Wallace, I wish we could just live in a time that we'd say, hey, Bubba Wallace, the NASCAR driver, and his team won uh, Talladega yesterday. Uh, but, of course, it has to – we have to talk about the ethnicity of Bubba Wallace, uh, who now will be the, the first African-American driver to win a major NASCAR race since Wendell Scott. The legendary Wendell Scott. Wendell Scott. Have you ever seen Grease Lightning with Richard Pryor playing Wendell Scott? Uh, I have not sat down and watched the whole movie. I want to. Uh, I actually met his widow at Talladega one time. That's right. You told me about that. Yeah. Very nice lady. Yeah. So uh, Wallace says, got some credibility to my name now. Uh, First, It was the first time he won a cup race in 143 starts. Uh, And um, so – uh, Wendell Scott won in 1963, uh, but uh, but anyway, so um, they uh, th- th- that's a big celebration, and and I don't know how long the race went. I'm looking at this. I know they had to stop it at yeah uh, early. He, he found out it was a weird way to win a race, to win anything, not taking anything away from him. He was in the lead when it when they had it, but he's kind of sitting in his box hanging out when they said, "Hey, we're done for the day." And yeah, so it was kind of. I hate that for him a, because a little anticlimactic. It was, but they looked pretty excited when they got the, the absolutely. Because yeah. yeah. I guess you're sitting there going, "Cancel it, cancel it." Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Just so, cancel it. So Bubba Wallace now drives for the team that is owned by Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin. Is that correct? Correct. And uh, so that's a big win for them. McDonald's, big sponsor. So that's yeah. a big win. Number twenty three, right? Yeah, big win for them. But you know, it, yes, would it have been cooler to watch him come to the line? Mm-hmm. You know, live yeah. that would have been cooler because uh, it's it's not the same to go back out in your car and do donuts, right? Right. Do you, <clears> they do probably you, had it put up. But do you, do you still know. go back out and do I donuts? Know. I would. Yeah, but how about this? Listen, he, anytime you're leading that race and you win, no matter what the conditions are, oh, yes. hey, that's pretty doggone. Well, that's out. right because you can't be declared the winner if you're not out front. That's, that's it. right. That's so, right. Uh, so uh, Bubba Wallace uh, wins the rain shortened Talladega race yesterday. Uh, so we'll. Uh, I'm just glad they were able to get it in. I, I didn't know that they would get it in at all. Looking at the weather for the next few days. Yeah, Sunday it wasn't going to happen, and then I, like you said, the forecast yesterday also was not great uh, in our state, uh, and they did have to shorten it. But they did get enough of it in that it counts. Bubba Wallace was in the lead and gets his first uh, Cup win. Uh, we'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
Hey everybody, I'm Jason Aldean. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, we're back. Thank you for being with us for another edition. All right, so um, we're going to get some interviews here. Brian Laundry still has not been brought in. Uh, he is the major suspect uh, in, uh, for the murder of his girlfriend. Uh, when they were on some sort of road trip, uh, something everybody thinks went south. Uh, she has been murdered. It was ruled a homicide. They did find uh, her remains. Uh, and now Brian is on the run. And I'm going to tell you what, these these survivalists, man, they're hard to bring in. You, you let them get in the woods, and, and they're hard to bring in. So uh, here's a couple of, uh, of videos uh, and audio for you. So here's a, a point-blank um, interviewer asking, uh, uh, the, uh, the Brian, Brian Laundry's sister point blank, if her parents are involved in hiding, uh, Brian. So here it is. If I knew, <laughs> I would say, I don't know. Do you think they're involved? Your parents? I don't know. Don't know. You don't know. We know you're not nothing. involved. We have literally <laughs> been finding everything out with the news with like everybody else. My kids are upset. You're upsetting my neighbors. And all we want to do is let you guys know that we don't know. What happened? What did you guys do on the 6th through the 8th at Fort DeSoto? At Fort DeSoto on the 6th, we got there at around 2 o'clock, and we left around 8 because the kids had school the next day. On the 6th? On the 6th. We only stayed for about six hours. Who was there? My mom, my dad, my brother. Would you guys be willing to go on on record to say that you would like your brother Brian The FBI knows all this. They've known this since. What what, what was... So uh, well, you got some bulldogs on them there, don't you? Well, th- this was an attempt to say, could y'all please just leave us alone? We've already said we don't know anything about it, and we weren't even here. Yeah, um, but mm, like I said, if mm. if you want them to leave you alone, you're going to have to get on there and say, Brian, turn yourself in. Let yes. this thing go. Let let it work itself out. You're not helping the situation by being on the run because it looks like they are assisting him in somehow. That's why. That's the bottom line in it. Well, May not be, but it, they they look to be oh, of course involved in le- and at least hiding information. You're talking about when he came home, yes, uh, yeah. and 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 got and his didn't stuff bring together. didn't bring the girl with him. Yeah. Did anybody go? Uh, yeah. He left with the girl. Yeah, uh, didn't come back. Right. Uh, uh, so anyway, here is the 911 caller that now has everybody saying, "Hey, he may be on the Appalachian Trail." Uh, there's a hiker. His name is Dennis Davis, and he says that he saw. Brian Laundry, and here is that 911 call. Turn yourself in. Tonight, authorities in North Carolina releasing a 911 call about a possible laundry sighting, one of 10 recent calls. Hey, we County 911. What's the location of your emergency? Well, I'm, I'm on the highway right now, but um, I, I ran into Brian Lauer just a little while ago. On the phone with dispatch for more than four minutes, an Appalachian Trail hiker claims he spotted laundry and a white truck. And as I turned around and I'm coming back by him, he's waving his arm out of out of his truck, like for me to slow down. He was talking wild. He t- he said that his girlfriend loved him and he had to go out to California to see her. And he was asking me how to get to California. The Haywood County Sheriff's Office says the call came in around 2.40 a.m. Saturday. Two deputies immediately dispatched to the North Carolina-Tennessee border. They encountered one person who was not Brian Laundrie. 
That guy didn't sound. I, I'm not yeah. sure. Well, first off, he did, he's not saying his name right. Yeah, that's not yeah. the smoking gun you're looking yeah. for. I, yeah. I thought it was going to be a little more than that. I did too. That this guy almost sounded like he. Uh, I don't even know if he has the right person. So that that may be a bum steer there uh, to go to the Appalachian Trail. Well, thinking. I do think the that they that the that the clue to go into this wilderness area was a was a fake. I think that was a. a they were trying to throw him off the trail. You talking about you know his parents? Yeah, yeah. And and he had done the Appalachian Trail before, so that's probably I think a probably a pretty good idea where he would hide if he was going to do that. Yeah. So uh, the, the wilderness yeah. people are hard to find, but Rick, I don't know if it's because we don't put the resources to it or what. I just can't believe we can't put helicopters in the air with uh, infrared. Uh, drones or, or uh, thermal. Drones? What I'm saying, sorry, thermal stuff. Right, and and locate where he is. At least get a, a sighting and go well, look right there. I right. know you can cover up to get away from it, but if you have enough of them in the air, it's going to be very hard to move around. Or drones. I mean, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying a helicopter could cover more ground. And, and stay they may in the be air doing longer. this. I don't know. <clears throat> um. So anyway, that that didn't sound all that helpful. But I, you put 25 helicopters out there, surely they can locate him. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I'm telling you, these survivalists, they hit the woods, they're hard. But, I mean, eventually you got they can't yeah. live like you, that forever. Yeah, you find them hitting a dumpster somewhere. Uh, Bubba, do you see line two over there? Uh, yes, uh, I do, Rick. Uh, John Thomas? <clears throat> Talk of the devil, eh? <laughs> so, John, John I, I didn't hear from you on, on Sunday. Yeah, but um, I set my 3 o'clock in the afternoon alarm, which is what it is virtually now, so that I didn't wake you up on your birthday after a heavy night the night before or whatever. (laughs) Heavy night before? Yeah. Well, John... Doesn't that happen in your life? I'm having a wonderful time. You know, Sherry has actually been in West Africa, and she just got back yesterday. Oh, Wow. Oh, that's wonderful to you. She should have popped down to South Africa. Yeah, that's, quite, Rick, that's quite a trip. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. May God bless you and keep you. Happy birthday to you. Thank that's you. Right. <laughs> thank you, John. I'm 57 now, so thank you for the birthday wish. Well, we love and appreciate you. Thank you, John. I hope everything well there in South Africa. It is. We're heading into our summer, and it's getting warmer, and uh, lots of wonderful challenges and opportunities uh, to serve serve the Lord here. So we're very grateful for all that God is doing uh, through Living Hope and other opportunities to serve Him. Thank you, John. I want you to know that when Sherry got home, and this is just to be between us, and now I think I can really be confident, uh, when she got home, I did tell her you had already called me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and let, let me just say, uh, uh, you threw me off there, Rick. Um, <laughs> I want to thank everybody for buying coffee and for the support of uh, the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund that supports Living Hope. It's yes. incredible. We love and appreciate you guys very, very much. Thank you, John. You guys do great work. I love telling your story. And uh uh, the audience loves you and the work you guys continue to do. And thank you for calling me and wishing me a happy birthday. 
Thank you, John. And hopefully, hopefully, I see you soon. And Rick, I may not be hunting this year, so I can go ride four wheel. Yes, that's right. You could. <laughs> You're not playing tennis anymore. We're next year, we're allowed back in the U.S. Oh, good, good. Then we'll go ride four wheelers. Amen. <laughs> Thanks, John. Love you, buddy. Bye, bye. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. That you heard sounded so lame Then came two good old boys Breaking through that static noise And my radio ain't never been the same It's a very funny thing How they make us laugh and sing I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong You got Rick and you got Bubba Man, there just ain't no other From Alabama to the world Still going strong Man, I love to sing that Rick and Bubba song Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba Seven minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show Thank you for being with us the real Greg Burgess, Helms, and Adler all here. Speedy out. Uh, be back with us uh, tomorrow, the next day. Uh, I'll tell you who is here. Number 12 on his jersey, but he's number one in your heart. Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, welcome out, bud. How you doing? Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Oh, Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer, Urban, Urban Meyer. By the Urban. way, Urban. a funny, funny, funny quote from one of our listeners. You know, we, we talked about having a backup plan like uh, with the Facebook thing and all this and referred to it as a hot backup. Uh, one of our listeners said, were you quoting Urban Meyer? <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's a good one, by the way, Danny. Um <laughs> All right, so um, Urban Meyer has uh, now, uh, you know, it's hard to get an apology out of Urban, but it looks like we finally got one. Uh, and and he, his apology uh, is, um, you see the photo here uh, that we saw, um, the, the, the footage from him going to his steak place, and a woman is dancing, uh, uh, is, well, she's, she's, she's backing things into the, a parking spot. Is that twerking? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a twerking kind of uh, backing up there, and unfortunately, the parking the parking spot appears to be Urban Meyer's hands. Yeah, uh, and Urban. You, you know, at first uh, you you saw the footage. Now the footage is has we, we got, got a different mm-hmm. angle that yeah, uh, yeah, it explained a little more. Right? Yeah, and and he apparently uh, was uh, his hands were uh, were uh, engaged. Yes, uh, so. Urban Meyer has now apologized for being a distraction, and, and here's Urban Meyer. Here it is. Yeah, I, uh, I just apologize to the team and staff and uh, for being a distraction. It's stupid. Uh, and so I explained everything that happened and owned it, and, you know, just stupid. Uh, should not have myself in that kind of position. Urban, did you did you fly back with the team, or did you stay in? Um, no, I stayed to see the grandkids, and we all went to dinner that night at the restaurant. And then there's a big group next to our restaurant, and they wanted me to come over and take pictures, and I did. And they were trying to pull me out on a dance floor, screwing around, and I should have left. How did the team react? I mean, they were pretty, probably pretty uh, 
reactionary or, you know, how did they take it, your apology? Well, I've always been so defensive of them. You know, I remember when Trevor told me he was going to go to Vegas for his bachelor party. I mean, I was just like, gosh, man, be careful and surround yourself because I've seen this happen. And, uh, and I just, so the team, the team uh, I spoke to a bunch of leaders one-on-one, -on -one, spoke to all the players. Uh, they're good. They were focused on Tennessee, and I apologized again for being a distraction. And uh, a coach should not be a distraction. What how, about your, how about your family? Did you also did you feel a need to apologize to your family? Yeah, yeah, of course I did. Yeah, that's not me, and that's, uh, uh, oh, yeah, they are upset. Have you talked to Shad Khan about it, and what was that conversation like? I did talk to Shad, and uh, I'm very supportive. And uh, Trent, I talked to him obviously at length. Uh, right when I got that phone call that night, uh, the ne next night. So there's little little that's, Urban. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did, did he ever look up at all? No, he didn't. Uh, maybe it's shame. I hope so. Um, but um, so he apologized to the team for being a distraction, and then eventually uh, they talked about it, asked him about his family, and he said, "Yeah, he's apologized to them." Of course, he did. They're upset. Uh, you know. Uh, this is one of those things that I know we've said this on the show so many times, but it is, it is worthy of saying again, the, these men that find themselves in these situations, um, and, and there's all kinds of ways you can find yourself in these situations. And, and, you know, we've said it before, first of all, you surround yourself with people that are enamored with you, people who don't love you. So they don't hold you accountable and you underestimate your own potential for depravity. Uh, and I don't, I don't know urban Myers, commitment to any sort of faith or anything like that but just the commitment to his marriage let's just say that uh but anyway so um i, I think um when when you when you look at the the situation and you, you you see this is um you know um maybe there's some sort of wake-up call but as you and i have said in the past these men are not married to the kind of women that we're married to because let me tell you where you would not i would not be able to do a press conference Everybody be like, well, well boy, is, 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 is Coach Rick ever going to do a press conference? Is, I'd probably ask for police protection. And they would say, well, he really doesn't want to, you know, because right now he's trying to stay alive. <laughs> uh, because uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> you know, there, there's, uh, you know, it's, it, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just, um, this one to me, you know, when you see people get themselves in situations and you go, well, I can see how that, that went the wrong way. But for Urban Meyer to be the age that he is and to be in the position that he is in, and this one seems so obviously the wrong thing to do. Like, no way, no how do you put yourself in that situation? You know, I mean, it's just um, – and and then, I mean, let's just talk about – look, let's, we all know what he did was wrong. We all know that it's um, it's um, it's inappropriate behavior, no matter what your worldview may be, if you just have any – if you just have any any side of you that says, I just don't think that uh, people should treat their spouses this way, uh, you know, their children this way, their grandchildren, you know, everybody would love to see the granddaddy doing that. I bet that's a you talk about you talk about a, a trauma. But anyway, it, it, if you it, no matter what your your view is, but um, you, you just have to think to yourself, if you don't think of anything else, don't you have enough sense to know that there's every single phone 
and every single hand oh, yeah. is a video camera. Oh, I know. And, well, and, 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 can't get and a camera. I mean, I mean, do you just not have enough sense to just know that? Well, it, some, that tells me alcohol was involved. Yeah. Because um, he's, he's put himself in that situation. And, again, you lose common sense, mm-hmm. your ability to think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guarantee that's what happened. Yeah, there's a reason why Scripture says be sober-minded and alert. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, again, and he, he also did this while they were 0 and 4. He doesn't know the rules. Really. He doesn't know the rules about if being bulletproof. If he 4 and 0, he yeah. could probably get away with more. But, uh, 0 and uh, 4 players and know, coaches are not allowed to no, misbehave. Now, no, 4 and no. 0s can. And I think they're real lucky they're playing Please look. The, the Titans at home this week. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is only going to get worse. Yep. They're lucky they're playing at home. Could you imagine if they were on the oh, road wow. at, at Tennessee this week? Because the Tennessee fans are they'll mm. they'll go ahead and make a sign now. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, they will. Yeah. Or <laughs> you imagine? Yeah, and, and, what some and, of them would say. And also the obvious bubba <laughs> that he's probably not allowed to go on the road anytime soon. Right. Right. I bet the Jacksonville fans will have quite a few <laughs> right signs there, at zero and four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Hey, that's good. Urban. 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 Yeah. Oh, disgusting. Wow. So, uh, well, you know, uh, he Ricky um, said a court low. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> the the um, the well. So uh, that that was an apology. Uh, it was. Um, urban. You know, Urban's not. He you know, he's been put in these situations before. He's not a big fan of an apology. No, right. Yeah. Rick, it seems like he spends a lot of his time apologizing. He does. I don't know if you've ever noticed yeah. that. It's always some apology. Or suffering somewhere. some health crisis. <clears throat> do, do you think – could, could He might need to go back to that playbook because all these other apologies, he's not getting much ground on. Do you think this is – because usually the playbook out of Urban Meyer's playbook is if something happens – there's then then there's it's time to retire again. Or just hang on a couple of weeks, he'll have some health condition come up. Yeah. Because that apology sounded a lot like the one when he was at Ohio State about not withholding the information about the guy abusing his wife. Mm-hmm. It sounded a lot like it. Then a few weeks later, he suddenly had a cyst in his head or something. I can't remember. Something <laughs> I wonder if his heart doctor's concerned about this behavior. Yeah. He's trying to get the blood flowing. Looks like. yeah. So Urban has apologized. Urban. He apologized for being an distraction to the team uh, and then also said he apologized to his family as well. So there you go. Uh, 15 minutes past, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes now past the hour. Uh, the Rick and Bubba Show, thank you for being with us. And I promise you, we did not arrange these stories this way for uh, any any reason. They just have to be in this uh, in this order. So, uh, you know, we've got the uh, uh, the deal in Texas continuing to, um, uh, to to go on with the Texas abortion ban. And this uh, this one has got uh, the, the left up in arms and, you know, don't mess with Texas and all this. So, uh, and, and Greg, you're right. It seems like somebody tried this once before, but we, we've got a um, – uh, a male Democratic lawmaker, and this is fake. He's he's not serious about this, but he's trying to do trying to make be, a point, yeah, trying to be trying sharp to and make a point about um, you know the, the the hey this is my body and all. of course now I will say what he's saying about uh, men and women and and where life begins. This is not this is this is apples and oranges. This is not yeah, apples so and it's apples. Not the same. It's not the same thing. He thinks he's being sharp, then he thinks it is, but he's going to propose a fake bill. 
in this in this forty second um, uh, video. So 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 give this a look, see, and a listen. Yeah, Candace. I mean, you can put aside what his memo says, and he is pushing forward with the bill. Representative Chris Rabb, a Philadelphia Democrat, tells me that the vasectomy requirement at age forty. It's just meant to spark a conversation. And if social media is any indication, he's done just that, even, even though Facebook was down for a couple hours. His memo calls for a change to the definition of wrongful conception to include when a person has, quote, demonstrated negligence toward preventing conception during intercourse. A lot of big words there. It also has Pennsylvanians fired up because it references legal action against men for unwanted pregnancies. We shouldn't have government making these regulations I put up this bill to push back because this is something that men don't have to talk about as it relates directly to them. They're making opinions about other people's bodies, and those other people are not men and boys. Well, again, you and I have tried to simplify this over and over and over again. None of this is what we're talking about. We need to clarify, too, what he's proposing. He's proposing mandatory... uh, uh, and what would be the best uh, name for the surgery? Um, vasectomy. Uh, mandatory vasectomy for men over forty or after the third child. Right. And and he's trying to be sharp. Right. And and right. He, and he really is going through with it. But the problem with this is though he's trying to be so woke, but honestly, what he's saying is not what we're talking about. Uh, that would be like saying that that the government is trying to sterilize women. Yeah, uh, yeah. That they're not the the, the government. What, what our what our country is really needs to decide, and and I will even concede that we shouldn't do this because some of us have a biblical worldview. Now, certainly, people can say this shouldn't be going on because of their biblical worldview, and if someone is a politician and they have convictions biblically about where life begins then they should, uh, you know, with their constituents, uh, you know, go out and stand up for what they believe because they will answer to God for that. But whether you have a biblical worldview or not, the discussion that our, our country should be having is whether life begins at conception or soon after or not. Yeah. And, then, and then where life begins from a biological scientific view and the way the human body operates if that heartbeat does indicate human life, does anybody have the right to destroy it? That's it. That's the conversation because there are it ain't about who's yeah, there are options for someone to say, "I don't want to raise this child. I never intended to have this child." Well, other people then can take the baby, and I understand you still have to go through the pregnancy. I got all that, but if it's someone's life, then that that is also taking responsibility for our own behavior, men and women. And it is interesting that we, we, we want the men, which I agree with, the men should be held accountable for, for their behavior as well mm-hmm. involving the child. But it is, it is interesting how we pick and choose when we want the father of the child to have a say. Right. Uh, right. But, but anyway, but I think that the, the, the father and the mother of the child both need to make this decision about where life begins. But do we have the right to do that? As, 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 a, as a people. Uh, that's really the conversation. And on, on those that are pro-life, and we've said this a thousand times, and you see the left trying to bring this up too, and I actually agree with them on this, we can't just be pro-birth. We do have to be pro-life, meaning when that child is brought into the world, we're going to help this woman, we're going to help this man, 
that produce this child, and we're gonna we're gonna be there alongside them to help them do do something that would not be immoral. Meaning, you know, let's find the child a home. Let's let's take care of you if you want to have the baby. Let's 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 come alongside you and help you. But but that's the conversation. All this is grandstanding yeah, and all know. this. But do we as a people have a right to deny life or take life from a living human being that is innocent? Now we're not talking about capital punishment. We're not talking about people who have who have done things that that may cost them their life. We're talking about back to the worldview as Scripture says. We don't have the right to murder people who are innocent. And, um, and and now you say, well, I don't have a biblical worldview. Well, then let's go back to the science again. Yeah. Do we have the right? Do we, As you as a walking around human being, I've even heard some of you say, well, you don't need the Bible to know what's right and wrong. Of course, you do still have to figure out why you think something's right or wrong, but that's another conversation. Okay, well, then then we won't do that. We will just, since, you, since you've said yeah. that you don't need the Bible to know if something's wrong, do you think that we can kill people in innocent blood? Yes or no? Well, we don't know where life begins. I think we do. I, th- I think we're learning a lot about that. We have the technology we're, nowadays more than we did in the early seventies yeah. to, to make this call. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. if you follow right. if you follow the science. Yeah, I hate to use that quote, uh, and we've talked about it many times. The that living person has a different DNA than the mother. Right, that's right. It's not like a kidney mm-hmm. or a, mm-hmm. uh, or anything else. So. I understand the, hey, my body argument, but at that point when somebody else is introduced into the conversation, and the whole idea of our laws and our Constitution has always been to protect those who are unable to protect themselves. That's part of our whole justice and moral code here in this country. Right, wherever you think it came from. And this is a prime example of that. So it really does get back to where does life begin? Uh, because once it begins, it has a different DNA. Then it ain't your body anymore. You're the host, but it's not your body technically. Yeah, the question. No uh, one's. Ta- no one is trying to say what you can do with your body. I guess unless of course right. you won't get vaccinated. But, but <laughs> yeah, pe- in that case, yeah. we're going to tell you exactly what to people do with aren't your body. telling you what to do yeah. with your body. We're asking, can you morally destroy somebody else's body yeah. that is that is housed in yours? Uh, that's what we're talking about. And if we would just get our terminology right. And get our science right. If you want all of us Bible thumpers to step aside, uh, then let's have the discussion that is just humane. But you can't with all the. And, and keep in mind, no one wants to have the real discussion. And you say, well, Rick, well, how do you know that? Because if a lot of abortions have been stopped by states simply requiring that the young lady or any age lady who is with child be, look at a sonogram before they make the decision. And they're not even denying them the decision because they can't by law. Right. But they want they, they say want them to have an informed. They want them to have an informed decision. And the pro-choice people, they're always against that. I know. See that? See that ought to tell you something. It's not choice. Let them have an informed decision. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Let's talk to the people. What's on your mind? Let's go. A long distance directory assistance. We get a lot of folks in here. All ten lines are available, and we'd love to, to chat with you at eight six six. We be big. Just dial us up. Get you in here. While you are dialing up, and if you dial now, you will get in. I do want to point you to goodrx.com/bubba. Goodrx.com/bubba. 
you know, prescription drugs can be very, very expensive. Uh, and let's face it, getting the care you need and stay healthy really shouldn't cost a fortune, and it should not be so expensive you can't even use it. Uh, that's the reason why GoodRx.com slash Bubba. I mean, I know people that say, look, this is the drug that I need, but, uh, I mean, it costs, you know, uh, so much money, I, I can't afford to do that. Uh, but with GoodRx.com slash Bubba, uh, you could be saving up to 80%. It's free and it's easy to use, and many times it's often cheaper than using your insurance copay or even Medicare. So good, go to GoodRx.com slash Bubba. You'll find discounts for your prescription, the ones that you need, at over 70,000 pharmacies, including CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Walmart, Kroger, and more. It's the number one most downloaded medical app out there, and millions of Americans use it to get affordable health care every month. So why don't you uh, join us and start saving up to 80% on your prescriptions today. Just simply go to goodrx.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Uh, let's start with Harold out of Florence. Listening to us on uh, WLAY. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Harold, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Good morning, Rick and Bubba. How you boys doing? <laughs> We're good. I <laughs> hey, look here. My mom's, my mom's real mad. Bubba needs to let uh, get the name back on the radio, but that's not what I call I got some breaking news. Okay. Oh, that guy y'all looking for been spotted in Oxford, Mississippi. He's uh, popping popcorn for three kids in a concession stand. <laughs> <laughs> the old popcorn statement. Why, why do you do things like that? Don't don't coaches know. You can't make those. You're supposed to come out there and say, hey, man, I hope we do our part. Gosh, uh, give them we, coach speak. Yeah, That's why they call yeah, it that. We, we hope we just you know, don't get embarrassed. And, yeah. and if you think about it, people go, well, I wish coaches would just tell us how they feel. Well, when they now, do, we mock them. Yeah, we don't, we don't really want to hear what they yeah. really think. No. Uh, go back to t- coach speak. Uh, Charles, is that Charlie? Charlie in Illinois. Charlie, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. First time caller, and God bless you. Hey, thank hey, you. Hey, listen, uh, Listen, I just want to say something about I've been reading, and it's in the bill, and they're trying to pass this deal now to where they can uh, monitor a $600 account uh, yeah. in your banking account. Yeah. yeah. And I read this morning now that they're wanting annual reports sent to the government. Is this why they're hiring thousands of new IRS to come after, you know? Probably so. Uh, yeah, this new deal, man, 600 bucks. Uh, I mean, what wasn't it like? What a, it used to be ten thousand. I thought it was ten thousand. Yeah. yeah, and that yeah. just started That's a big difference. That know? just started That's, under the Patriot wow. Act, I think, when we were trying to catch the uh, terrorists moving. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. It's, it's a complete uh, invasion of privacy. Um, and again, I think this this goes back to that textbook Democrat idea that there's a lot of people not paying their tax. A lot of rich people got to get to rich people, and get them, and we're going to get enforcement, and we're going to go get them. Well, until you make people like Google, Amazon, Apple, all those people, till they're paying, you're 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 wasting your time. Yeah, it's almost like we what we say about this pandemic. If we don't shut the door down there on the bottom of the country, if we don't shut that door, right? Uh, then what we're doing, it's back to your analogy about I'm up I'm upstairs. I'm just mopping like crazy. Yeah, don't do any good. Yeah, and and I and I'm downstairs mopping like crazy, and, and it's the second floor toilet that's leaking. Look, you better what, go fix what, the leak. Whatever the t- see, the tax rules are so complicated, so that the politicians can 
pick and choose what they want to do, go after who they want to go after, punish who they want to, reward who they want to. You know, if you had a fair system, if we'd all be honest, going across the board, a certain percent, every legal entity, corporation, Mm -hmm. personal, everywhere the money moves, um, you would see the the story on the news was, well, uh, President Bussey's uh, proposal is just going to tax the poor because they're paying nothing. Oh, I know. Yeah. But if we're going to be equitable, if we're all going to be in at the same percent, then we're not playing. That's probably what's going to happen because a lot of people haven't been paying any uh, rich and poor. It's just in the middle that are that are taking care of it. So till you do away with these loopholes uh, that the uber rich can jump through. And, you know, we've heard about some of the schemes, how they do it legally, but it's still uh, just a way of getting out of taxes. And we, we had a fair level. I think it would work so much better than, than all this we're doing now where we just throw mud at each other. Yeah. Uh, Joanna in Birmingham listening to ZZK. Joanna, go ahead. Good morning, guys. My cousin grew up in the States, now lives in New Zealand. But because she chose to leave New Zealand to come here to visit her mother, she had to make a reservation at a government-run hotel for quarantine when she got back. At her own expense, at $3,300 for 14 days. And then after she did her quarantine, her husband had to get papers from the government to leave his bubble to travel the three hours to go pick her up in, in Auckland because they have roadblocks to make sure you have papers to travel that far away from your home. So that is the socialist uh, country of New Zealand for you. Yeah, and uh, and it's and for some reason it's what we are trying to be forced to turn into for, mm. for some reason. Doesn't that sound like a blast? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't care if they film Lord of the Rings there or not. That doesn't sound like a blast. Does no, it, it doesn't. Uh, uh, let's go to Max. Lord in, of the Rings. Don't save it. Dothan uh, News Talk one zero three nine. Max, go ahead. Anybody else notice that uh, Tim Tebow led a bunch of drug dealers and serial killers to a championship in 2008? You can add Urban Meyer to the list of bad people. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, it's um, I, I don't know what that has to do with Tim Tebow. I don't. I don't think he can. He led them, right? <laughs> Did he? Yeah. He's quarterbacks, all in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's. I think Tim has chosen to live his life a certain way, and and. We're all speaking from experience, I yeah. think. You can't make other people live away. No, no, I mean, you can talk to them. You can yeah. try. Look, I'm trying to win a ball game. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Mike in Huntsville. Mike, listen to 100.3 The River. Mike, go ahead. Hey, man, I would just like to congratulate the uh, congressman from Philadelphia who broke with his Democratic Party stance that men can get pregnant. He's actually admitted that uh, there's two genders and men can't get pregnant. <laughs> Isn't that odd that that's a story? That, that somebody said, "Look, I, you guys, I'll go with you as far as you can go." But this is some of this is just lunacy. It, it, well, it goes back to um, uh, and you know how Bub and I we've been laughing at Babylon B again this morning. Oh, some good man, stuff. Man, today. they got some good ones, don't they? They do. So uh, it, it was this one that they had. Uh, to your point, uh, trust us to make health decisions for you. Says government health agency that can't define what a woman is. <laughs> That's good. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. That's uh, funny stuff. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Christy. Uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, Christy. Yes, you're yes. on. You're on Thank the show. You for Thanks for the call. Thank you. What's on your mind today, Christy? 
Um, I wanted to go back to what y'all were talking about a few minutes earlier about conception and stuff and when science says when conception is and not. Um, if we're supposed to follow science, and we hear that a lot lately, yep. if you go to space, okay, and say they get something on Mars and they're looking for life on Mars, uh-huh. I really want to hear what she's yeah, going well, that's, uh, You're out of time out. Yeah, I know it. Sorry. I know it. Sorry. Uh, John uh, is going to pick up uh, something about Mars. John, go ahead. Right, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Um, I just got a question about the abortion. How can bacteria be life on Mars, but a heartbeat is not a life on Earth? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that's a great point, by yeah. the way. I think, yeah, I think that's what she yeah. was trying to say. Yeah, That's a good one. John, Whoever floating that around, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. if if we are jumping up and down go, look, life, 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 and then we look at a sonogram and go, nah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, it's kind of hard to follow, uh, isn't it? Yeah. So I think I think the point was made by two callers teaming up together. <laughs> Good job, guys. They worked it out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's go to Andrew and Coleman. Andrew, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, Rick. Hey, Bubba. Green Acres. Thanks for the call, buddy. What's on your mind? Go ahead. I just wanted to ask Gail's opinion on the uh, deal going on in Australia. What What's going on? I, I know that the government has uh, – you know, really done huge overreaches involving the pandemic, but what's the latest? Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know the exact latest. I've just seen a whole lot of stuff going around on Facebook where everybody's standing up and fighting the police. Yeah, the Australians have, uh, they, they got locked down on Alpha when uh, COVID first hit, uh, and now they shut them down, couldn't leave their homes, couldn't do anything. Their economy was destroyed. And um, a lot of the Aussies said, look, we're not, we're not going to do that again. And then when the variant kicked up, the government has tried to do it again uh, with harsh, harsh mandates and, and uh, limits on their freedoms, and, uh, and they're getting tired of it. Yeah, they've just, they've just destroyed their economy. And I don't know. You know, when all said and done, Rick, I, you, you keep looking at the numbers, and it looks like no matter what everybody's doing, the numbers seem to work out about the same. Yep. If you're wide open or total shutdown. Yeah, it, it's it's like when it, when it all settles, when all the dust settles from it. It looks like that the best thing to do is just protect yourself as best you can uh, and give yourself the best shot to, uh, to survive it because all this other stuff doesn't seem to really impact. Yeah, too. You know, I point back to that study I thought was really good. If you come in contact with 50 people average every day, if you cut it back to 45, it makes a huge difference in your chances to get it. Rick and Bubba. Hi, everybody. This is Keith Evans, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba. Thank you, Keith. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. All right, so uh, interesting update. We had the caller talking about what the uh, person they knew went through in New Zealand. Well, uh, we got a couple of uh, video audio we're going to do here, but let's start with this one. New Zealand is updating the world, and they're saying that um, their attempt to stop COVID and go to COVID zero uh, appears to be impossible, and so they are no longer going to stay on this road. So uh, here is uh, the, it's about a 20 second video audio. So listen to this. But as you can see with this outbreak and with Delta, the return to zero is incredibly difficult. And our restrictions alone are not enough to achieve it quickly. 
In fact, for this outbreak, it's clear that long periods of heavy restrictions has not got us to zero cases. So uh, that's, the, pri- that, that's the prime minister what? of New Zealand. You mean lockdowns didn't do the trick? Saying, look, now, we- if you'd have been dealing with the Black Plague, it might have helped, or you were looking at a death rate of 30 or 40%, Yeah, but we were not. Yeah, trying to I don't care how small your country is, trying to get the COVID zero, the prime minister has and, said and it's they're impossible. they're isolated, too. Yeah. I mean, they ought to be able to yeah. pull it off if anybody So could. she's saying we're lifting these restrictions, um, so maybe what you're – Friend went through uh, it, that. That seems to all be going away because they say all it's really doing is destroying people's lives in another way, and it's not getting us to zero. Yep. The That's the best the best is to survive it, uh, and uh, and the good news is the the odds of surviving it are high, and the more we develop these treatments, it seems to get even higher. So great. Uh, all right. So this weird uh, this the New York City subway camera yeah uh, caught a person shoving another person in front of a subway, and they still have not caught this person. Well, she hit the train. She she yeah. shoved her into the train as it was going by. Oh, boy. Thank goodness it wasn't in front of her because uh, she would have been disintegrated. Yeah, right. Uh, but we've had a lot of these she lately. She just got up like. and boom. Yeah, so what What was the motivation for this? They don't know. They're... See the backpack on the right of your screen? Watch that person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Some but, reason this in here, just bam. Oh, my goodness. Knocks her into the moving train, knocks her stuff down. She's hurt. She has to be hauled off, but is okay. Uh, she hit into the if side she, of it. If she oh, had immersed. bumped her, if she had bumped her a half a second earlier, mm. so is the person sitting down? She's the yeah. one who does it. Yeah. So yeah. she was waiting on that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Do you think she was wow. trying to get her in front of it and just couldn't do it in time? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I bet. I bet she did. Uh, because you see, watch her. Watch her. She thinks she can. I think she's trying to push her in front of it. Frankly, I mean, she couldn't get there in time. So. Uh, maybe it snuck up on her, but we're, anyway, whatever she was trying to do, if it was into the side, she did it. So, I, do, do we know was there an altercation prior to this? No one knows. I don't think, I don't think there was. You I know, think, we and they we, haven't found her. We've had several of these where they just pushed them in front of the train. Oh yeah, I mean, straight up. Oh yeah. So you know, being on that platform, you got to be careful. I told the family if you're in, in that, yeah, some other weird noise here. I, I would say, uh, don't, don't, you know, do not get up there on that edge. Stay mm-mm, in the back. Mm-mm. Look, if you're waiting on the train, keep your head on the swivel. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you good. might as well be on the kickoff. Because the crazies seem to be hanging out around the track. Boy, so they really do. What it is? Well, let's think about it. And you've seen, uh, you know, gangster movies. And matter of fact, um, that one movie, that one show that started out good, then it just got so ugly. We had to abandon it. That um, oh, what was that show called? Uh, it was about politics and. Uh, House of Cards. Remember he oh, yeah. he got he got rid of an opponent. Well, he he had the reporter uh, he had had yeah. an affair with, yeah. and uh, he, he, he bumped her right in front of the train. Yeah, mm, that was the end of that. And uh, and it was he so knew exactly it, where to go because yeah. the cameras wasn't covering that area. Oh. And all that. I remember before that show got to where it was so dark, I just couldn't watch it anymore. But oh, it I, did. It got it, I never really it. weird. It was good for a while, but yeah. it got so weird. It was just too much. I had to bail uh, out. But but it was one of those moments which I know we all appreciate when you're watching a show. And something completely unexpected happened. Yeah, yes. I mean, you did because not see it coming. Yeah, and you yeah, go, they, oh, I didn't see that. They had been meeting yeah. in private, yeah. and they had actually had an affair. Right. And uh, then all of a sudden, he's meeting her to talk about something, just bumps her right in front of that train. Mm-hmm. Do you have that scene, Adler? Oh, my. There? Is it on there? I, I, I don't know. I don't want to relive well, it's going to look exactly like what you just saw. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Minus yeah. the headpiece. Yeah. 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 yeah, that boy there. Mm. Wow. That's, uh, that ain't good. Yeah, there it is. That doesn't end well. No, it doesn't. And you didn't see it coming because you think this—it was—it yeah, no. was a prominent actress. 
So oh, you, you yeah. thought, well, no way yeah. they take her out of the series. Because lately these series have got – well, they'll bump off anybody. Oh, they will. I mean, because you, I they don't get used to anybody. She right. must have had a gig somewhere else and yeah. producer didn't like her leaving. Right. But I will tell uh, – I'll make sure you don't come back. Right. So uh, so anyway, I, that 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 is uh, – they're looking for the person that pushed the person in real life up against the train uh, at a high rate of speed, and it did hurt her. I had to, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But she is alive? She is okay. Okay. But skin up pretty but, bad. But, we, we, but the, the pusher – and you know, it's a different has not been found yet, but they have released uh, other camera footage well, they got a of good, her. They got a good shot of her. Yeah, I think yeah. I found the real footage. Here it is. Here's the real killer. Right here. no, there, uh-huh. there he is. This is the guy. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, that's Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Look, I mean, it is. Well, that was I before mean, he came crashing and burned. Yeah. 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 Well, that everything just went south on the whole thing. He's actually pushing people on their own property. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, you talk about somebody that, that got canceled. I mean, he's long gone, isn't he? Speaking of actors, uh, and this ties into a space update too, but did you guys see the Russians have launched an actress on one of their Soyuz rockets to the International Space Station? And she is going to film part of the very first movie shot on the International no. Space Station. You know, Tom Cruise wanted to do that. I know. He's going to yeah, beat her yeah, too. Right, yeah. Yeah. Unless he can get a quick flight up there from SpaceX. Really? <laughs> he probably can. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so, so that, this this is the ones that are going to shoot the scenes. Okay, wow. Well, I I don't know. Are they? I know she's the actress. I don't know. Uh, but the uh, that, that just may just be straight yeah. up actress. Let's uh, not send all the actresses and actors up there. Let's give them some help. In there. Yeah, somebody needs to fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah one yeah, person right, at least. Right. Yeah. right. And this explains why Urban Meyer just tried to get on a run. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you just, just look at that group. Who do you think's in TV and movies in that group? Yeah, Urban like as far away from Earth as he can get. <laughs> do you think Urban Meyer's just setting himself up to walk away from? You know, because I, it, it's like, um, well, do you think Urban Meyer knows that that he is now? Because a couple of games that they predicted they could win was early on. Mm-hmm. They got a tough schedule. And those games are gone. They didn't win. Right. It's not going to be a good year no. for the Jags unless something miraculous. Do you think happens. he's he's doing a self destructive thing so he can be <laughs> be fired or walk away? But, he but may do. Yeah, but you you know, <laughs> normally he fakes an illness. This is a whole another yeah, route. Right, you right. may see him on a boat with a bottle here before long. Hamilton was telling me that was you would expect that his wife is on social media liking certain things and. I mean, it's it's a weird. She is liking the people who are dogging him. Yeah, it's weird out there. That is weird. Top of the hour. We'll come back. We'll get more of your phone calls in and continue to walk through the stories of the day. Will a meet and play this week could happen at any time here on the program. If you're wondering how to get all the Rick and Bubba content on your time, uh, if you're not able to catch uh, the entire show live, you can always do that by going to Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and dot com. All the information is there. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. Six and a half minutes past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. 27 and about 10 months, uh, years, and still here. 
Still swinging. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler all here. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba Show. Well, it's that time of year again. This is the month. Did you realize the candy was originally called chicken feed? <laughs> and I speak of candy corn. And what does Bubba call it? Corn candy. Corn, corn candy. candy. Yeah, candy corn. Don't like it. Don't want nothing to do with it. Did you know that, that corn candy divides the nation? That, that people, I mean, candy corn, people are very passionate about it or they loathe it. I'm really, low, I yeah, love yeah, it. It is. I don't oh, like I it. Love it. I don't like it. Either. It's pure sugar. It seems like. Yeah. Well, Bubba, I can update you on that. Here's your update on that. Got you a are extra in hey, that. Bubba, Bubba, you are correct. Uh, here's some of the things. I love it with peanuts. Here's for those who love candy corn. Uh, you know why? Uh, it tastes it, like a payday. No, yeah. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does to me. Yeah. It. Uh, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> Uh, most of the 9 billion kernels and 35 million pounds that we produce annually, uh, and that's uh, uh, that most of it that's is, a lot eat, of is eaten uh, around Halloween, of course. I think, uh, do you eat any, any other time? Who? If I catch anybody and it's not Halloween with it, I, well, people, oh, I have it all time. Oh, they do that payday thing. That payday thing. Which right. it doesn't taste like a payday, by the way. So it says some of the ingredients, like some of the ingredients <laughs> may surprise candy corn lovers. Bubba. Mm-hmm. In addition to, Listen to this. addition to sugar, corn syrup, salt, sesame oil, honey, yeah, all that artificial stuff. flavor, food colorings, candy corn also has you a dead rat. has gelatin and uh, a a can uh, a glaze that Ooh. comes from a bug secretion. Well, uh, it is the lac bug, a parasite found in tropical and subtropical regions. We use something else. Uh, secretes a waxy, waterproof coating. To protect itself, and that's what they put on candy corn. I thought they had a cereal varnish on there. Uh, well, that, the, <laughs> the, the workers scrape the, like. scrape the bud secretion from plants. Good uh, and uh, that's a tedious job to do yeah. all that corn. Yeah, but but Paul Adams, uh, senior editor at Cook's Illustrated magazine, uh, and uh, it's published by America's Test Kitchen. He says, "Not so fast." He said, "A lot of you may be surprised. The lac insect produces that shiny." Durable resin that's used as the basis for all kinds of coatings. Are you ready for the list? Jelly beans, mm-hmm. milk duds. Oh, I love milk and duds. whoppers. Bubba, you're getting a lot of this. Oh, uh, wow. I'm eating a lot of bug wax. Y'all don't understand. Milk mm-hmm. duds are one of my favorites. It says also, Bubba, you're still in whoppers. Bad, Bubba, you're, Bubba, you're still in bad shape. The coating also is on most, uh, well, not most, uh, many, well, I guess that would be most, uh, pharmaceutical pills. To keep that shiny coating. Well, I mean, that you, yeah. honey's like bee vomit. Right. So, yeah. I mean, what's they the said if you want if you want to find a candy that does not have the insect secretion on it, M and M's. They don't use it. Well, see, I, I make up for right. it there. Well, let me say this: Is anybody getting hurt by the insect secretion? No. Well, then let's eat up. All right. So this seems to work really okay, good. Okay, but see, Bubba, you, I know. y'all get on me about the name of this, but it's a candy. Mm-hmm. At first, I mean, you got to go in order of the importance. It's yeah. a candy that looks kind of like corn, so mm-hmm. it's candy corn. Well, no, you call it corn candy. You call it corn candy. So you can't. You don't even know what you call. It. <laughs> yeah, the real name. You got it completely. But, but the real name is candy corn. <laughs> yeah. What do I what, call it? You corn, call it corn candy. candy? Corn did candy. you hear that speech you just yeah, gave? Yeah, I did. Well, <laughs> he just talked to himself. I guess corn candy. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah, teaching Bubba. Why. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I've got a lot of I've got a lot of speech problems. Did you know in the I mean, he just gave us <laughs> to himself correcting what it said? And he's the only fog. one. COVID fog. He's the only one that says long it. Long fog. Look out there, COVID se- long hey, fog. Watch out, seven oh four. All right. So originally called chicken feed. 
All right, well, here we go, buddy. I, Bubba, since you're looking for somewhat healthy snacks, here comes the calorie candy breakdown. Candy corn. That's what I always say, candy corn. You ready for the breakdown? The calorie breakdown on, on this oh, little piece of gold? What is one little piece of gold? Each piece, each piece oh, of candy corn has four calories, but oh, if you look on if you look on the calorie count on uh, – on some of them. So how much is a bag? So uh, a calorie how much count. Is one bag. What's considered a serving? <laughs> All right, listen. Fifteen pieces adds up to hundred and ten calories. Oh 15. my lord! Well, that's uh, every time you, you reach in the bag. Right? Yeah, every time you reach in. Now listen to this. Listen to this. What's a bag? Experts recommend. Listen, I don't know who these experts are, but health experts recommend that we do not take in more than twenty-five grams of sugar a day. Would you like to know mm. what fifteen pieces of uh, candy corn? As Bubba, but our corn candy is serving size. How much? Yeah, yeah, How much? If you eat a handful of fifteen, that's mm-hmm. twenty-two grams of sugar. And the daily that people are supposed to have is twenty-five maximum. You know, fifteen is not that, not that many. No, no. Greg, I, I eat way more. Greg, than, put this way: I eat way How much more is than in a bag. Oh, let's, so much. Let's go to the bag. Now it says milk nuts are actually good for you. <laughs> it does not say that, Greg. Now they'll pull um, your crown out. You might. It does say. Oh, it, if you got any loose tooth. Yeah. Greg, in here it says now peanut M and M's are somewhat healthy. But what about now and later?s What's that? Now? Remember those? Uh, so I know that you're not bothered Keep by any them. of this. You're still. Going I'm bothered in. by it. But, are you? Uh, <laughs> I, I tend to. I tend to work through it. I Let's look, say somebody showed up with a bucket of peanuts and oh, candy corn in it. Would, you, would uh, you be bothered? I, by I, it? I'd have me handful. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you follow his logic mm-hmm. if he gets the combination of that snack that has candy corn and peanuts it's now a somewhat healthy snack it is that's yeah. true for some peanut, reason bubba I, look, I don't know i, I don't know how bubba thought peanuts is healthy <laughs> he, thinks but, but, he acts like they're chickpeas people say that peanuts are somewhat healthy <laughs> people say i, 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 I will say the, this i didn't make the rules in your defense if you buy a, a <laughs> jar of the planted roasted peanuts it says heart healthy on the front it's got it a heart now it does. does that you. mean eat the whole jar greg <laughs> it doesn't. Y'all but, are, and that's just a marketing thing. They somehow find one study that said maybe that it did one slightly good thing I'll towards be, heart. I'll be honest with you. I have eaten. How do you same emblem on Cheerios? Say corn candy. How do you say it? Candy corn. Candy, candy corn. Candy corn. You're, you just gave me a speech on why it should be candy corn, <laughs> <laughs> even though you don't call it candy. Corn. You call it corn candy, but. That that's like I you went have, back in time. <laughs> that, is, you know, that is. He jumped time for that. Was great. Was great. Hey, it's <laughs> obvious. It's candy. That's the first word. What, We're what, going to get you the opposite of what you said. Did John Teeter send you in here? <laughs> yeah. How's Teeter doing? Is he still going to see himself at twelve? <laughs> but but anyway, so back back to this again. <laughs> here here's here's what gets me, and y'all agree with me. I have things on my list that I say that is worth. The, oh, yeah. the unhealthiness mm-hmm. that it's going to bring to me—it's worth it. Yes, uh, Rick, candy I, corn. Candy Rick, corn's I, I, not Rick, worth it. But let me, I have here. ate candy corn to the amount that my I started feeling funny in my head, started tangling. I don't have like it. Done that? No, I, I'm going to go this far. <laughs> I can honestly say, and I'll just do it just so I, I will go the rest uh, of my life and never eat any candy corn from this point. Yeah, forward. I don't like and it not either. have a problem. I don't either. It's the just, Bubba's eating it till his head hurts. <laughs> I, I go over and dabble with it if I'm bored. If somebody's got a bowl of it out there, like on a table right next to me. What's the sugar content on that birthday cake left? Oh, oh, because oh. I had a piece of that. One piece, hey, one piece of that birthday cake is uh, it's more than 15 pieces of corn candy. I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, I just do. You get that rubber off the top. That. Greg, Greg. Now, first of all, it is candy, so it's candy. It's candy corn. <laughs> Getting honest about it. And then he goes, "Wait a minute. Now, what do I say?" <laughs> COVID <laughs> fog. It's COVID fog. We were both looking. at I'm each not other. responsible. 
<laughs> I, I, how about this, Greg? You and I, I need, y'all. You, I need a break. <laughs> you and I are break. in the camp. Right, Greg, you and I are anti candy corn. Hey, but I, I could go rest of my life and never eat Bubba's Pro. Oh, Hamza, yeah. y'all like you like candy corn? Hey, hey Hams, I'm asking. Hams, I you, know are Adler. You, are you a candy what? corn? Thumbs up, thumbs down. All right. So two thumbs up. Adler's a thumbs down. So it, three to two yeah. thumbs down. Adler, he's in all. Helms and Bubba likes it. Adler Ooh. and the Burgess brothers do not. I, I, I mean, mean, I have I no really, desire for. It. I mean, I really like it. I'm te- I, I, I haven't eaten very very many in my huh? life. I'm gonna text Speedy and see if we got overtime. <laughs> I know he's busy right now, but he's in the waiting room. I mean, he don't yeah, know anything right yeah. now, right? Right. He needs something to do. Uh, now the the bug secretion doesn't bother me. No, that's not has nothing no. to do with. Well, I mean, it. Not, I mean, it's I'm obviously not, not crazy people. about it. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm really not studying that part. I mean, of we it. eat like meat. I mean, come on, we yeah, eat no telling what's in all of peanuts too. Yeah. My my six year old nephew was trying to push those on me last night for some reason. Oh wow! I was over at my brother's what, house. Corn candy? Well, yes, candy corn. <laughs> hey, Chris, you want some corn candy? You want some candy corn? I was like, thanks, Charlie. Yeah, thanks, buddy. And they just kept putting it back in the bowl. He kept pushing it on me. I don't know what the kid's deal is. It's like a little pusher. So he's yeah. big on it. Oh, he loves it. Yeah. What about yeah. the chocolate version of it? Have you seen well, this? now you could pull me in on no. that if I let it no. happen. Rick, I, chocolate other, makes everything. Nice. But I, but all, <laughs> all the other chocolate options out there. Oh, no, you I'm a milk dud guy. I mean, I am a milk dud guy. Normally, Ooh. I don't agree with Bubba on f- some food stuff, but it, it's not the exact thing. But it's kind of close if you combine them with peanuts no, and ca- and candy corn. Now I'm saying corn candy. <laughs> yeah, we can't uh, say it. It right kind of tastes like a payday. Let me tell you what. It's missing a little something, but it kind of yeah, does. Yeah, because it's not one. <laughs> People bring oh, that gosh, on you just so they can overhype it. They act like, "Hey, you ain't gonna." And maybe that's what hurt it. They told me that I'm not going. My life's going to change when you eat this peanuts and candy corn. You ain't gonna believe it. Right? It tastes like a payday. And I said, "Well, if I said, if I want a payday, why not just go get?" Well, one? here's here's here. Instead of having to work myself through. Yeah, guess candy what? Corn. You don't bring me in because guess what? I hate paydays. I love paydays. Chocolate I love pay. I do. That's like just a baby chocolate covered. That's just a baby root. Yeah, that's like a baby root. No, like no, no. It's not. It's different. I feel like. Eating a payday is somewhat healthy because of all the nuts. It yeah. is. If you look on the back, it is. Of all, heart healthy too? of all the candy bars, I think, got the heart on I think it's stickers on Payday's there. a little bit better. That's all I'm saying. It's a little bit better what? as far as the other candy bars. Covering chocolate candy. takes it out of the Candy that looks like corn. Right. Nick Saban said he had some heart healthy ones. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about these candy corns? That's right. <laughs> these payday. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. So Speedy's dad, uh, they're doing the procedure right now to try to check his heart out. So um, uh, you guys, um, he's back there getting that done. So we've been uh, praying about that. You join us in that, that uh, they'll find uh, what's uh, going on with Speedy's dad. He's in the waiting room right now. And I just text him because we're three to two anti-corn candy to pro-corn candy. Uh, 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 as, as Bubba calls it. Uh, and, wait a but, but speak. Well, here's what he said. Do y'all count this? He said it's not my favorite, but I will eat some. Yeah, that means he's in. Does that mean he's in? He's not yeah. like Greg that so, says he'll never eat any. Yeah, right. Again. So three to three. Well, I'll give it. A, I'll give he texts me and said, "What did Rick say?" I, I, That's what I want, guys. I set y'all up for that joke, and finally, <laughs> Ham's got it. I mean, I, 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 every time I would throw it out there, I was going, "All right, come on, guys. This, 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 this is it." This, this, man, I put this up at the whatever minute. Rick says. Some, somebody spike it. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I didn't tell him what my favorite was on purpose to get a true answer. Uh, all right, uh, to the phones we go. Richard in Birmingham on 104.7 WZZK. Richard, go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. Hey. 
hey, I don't understand the big deal about this thing with Urban Meyer. I mean, he was just trying to demonstrate for the young lady the proper hand placement to receive a snap from center. <laughs> You're right, right. Why is everybody giving such a hard time? That's so true. Larry and Greenville, Larry, and he go was ahead. not in the shotgun formation. No, he was not. It was old school, short yardage. Uh, I think he was going to say the same thing. You just go on. Uh, let's go to uh, Justin in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Justin, go ahead. Justin. Yes, uh, y'all talk about corn candy. That's the grammatically correct say- way to say it because the adjective should beco- come before the noun. No. Look at there, Just Bob. like when you say candy apple, you're talking about an apple that's candy. You're, we're talking about candy that is corn, so it should be corn candy. I think that's what you were trying to say a minute ago, and you just got bent out of shape. Okay? <laughs> but see, Bubba, this guy's trying to come to your defense. <laughs> kind of like you do, old people that can't think for themselves. Have y'all heard about... Long COVID fog. Have y'all heard about no, that? No, I haven't. Not, not the, yeah, this, <laughs> When's it wear off? <laughs> huh? I, I wish I knew. Right. <laughs> and apparently. It's like antibodies. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like antibodies. <laughs> Let's go to Billy and Coleman. Billy, what? Hey, Billy! Billy! Wow, what a wheel. Wait, wait. I've been on hold for a long time. Yes, you have, Billy. Uh, seriously? I go back to the sports hours when Greg said, if you have candy corn and everybody's put their skinners down in it, right. and I laugh so hard, I wreck my truck. <laughs> <laughs> There's an old bowl of old, old candy corn. Everybody's going to put their skinners off in it. Yeah. yeah oh, I, I, I'm, where are you on? I bet Saban would like a good Skinner's joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What, where, sure. where are you on when somebody has a bowl of candy that is not wrapped and everybody's going in after it? What, like what? What are you talking about? Yeah, well, like M&M's? I don't, well, well, candy corn. M&M's. M&M's. Yeah, I don't like everybody running their hands through it. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, it helps build up your immune system. It does. Right. It yeah. does. It's, uh, it's all according to what's in that bowl. Does it prevent me from, from getting That's into it? That's Probably not. I'll probably still get in there. You just wish they wouldn't do it. Yeah. 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 But, but you, you wish they'd pour it out into their own little right. bowl. Yeah. 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 That'd be the right way to do it. Because isn't that the ultimate double dip? It is. Mm-hmm. And we don't get... We don't get goofy about that like we do salsa and chips and stuff like that. We seem to be okay with everybody sticking their hands. Well, I in a guess big it's thing. a saliva versus it is. your it hands. Is. But you ever, you know, people's hands, pretty nasty. They, they can be very nasty. You don't know where they've been. No. Uh, tell you one thing: if somebody's just come out of the bathroom. I pay attention if they go for the, the candy bowl. <laughs> and I know somebody says, "Well, they may wash their hands." Yeah, yeah, but you don't know. I notice a lot of people leaving restaurants without washing their hands. Yeah, I will. I, I, you know, if, if, if everything went smoothly. <laughs> You know, if, especially if I see other, I if I see other people over the sink, no way I'm waiting. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Christy and Jemison. Christy, go, go ahead. Y'all, it is like a candy corn black cloud at my house starting October first because my husband loves them. Oh, I think they're unnatural, and I have decided that I'm just going to raise them with some circus peanuts now. Every time he brings the candy corn. Yeah. If if you look at the ultimate processed food. Candy corn may be the walking dog. Yeah, I mean, it was it's created run through there several times. There's yeah. nothing in there. That, that, I mean, no. you can't. Except if you think of the gelatin, that's kind of animal bones, right? When I was little, I would stick them on my teeth, you know, with the points down and make yeah. a face. Oh, you know, sure. when I was little. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> that surprises no one. No. So, were you, do you go as far as you make the purchase, or are you just hoping Betty brings them in? Uh, Betty usually usually brings them in. 
Right. But, I, I mean, I've been known to grab some. Really? I had to, yeah. Yeah, really? If I'm just rolling through there with a the cart and I see some, I might chunk them in there. Zach in Alabama. Zach, go ahead. That's how hungry I am. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Great. Hey, uh, on the candy corn subject, you know how y'all was talking about a, you know, similar to a payday. If you, What if you took the regular candy corn, peanuts, and combine it with the chocolate candy corn? That would help. I guess, you know, I don't like a payday. So, you know, it's hard to get me in the payday world because I don't like, I, I do not eat payday candy bars. Uh, never have. Right. Never well, liked it's them. not my go to either, but. Yeah, when my little baby know. brother used to get them down at Taylor's Grocery, I thought, what a waste. <laughs> I mean, how, how come he's not over getting a Snickers or a Milky Way? Uh huh. Oh, Three Musketeer. You don't like a payday, do you, Bubba? A candy bar? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do like Over it. Three Musketeer and stuff? Uh, no way. Well, it just depends if I'm in the mood for chocolate or something else. I, I'll eat a payday uh, if I'm trying to do a little better. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, Three Musketeers, yeah. and you've got me eating Snickers more than I've ever yeah. eaten them. So. Do, do, you, do you like, um, like the cho- <laughs> do you agree the chocolate covered payday is nothing but a baby Ruth? I I don't know if I've had the chocolate covered payday, but I've had the baby Ruth before. It's same. not like a baby Ruth. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> but it's the same I, thing. I have to come in here. The one thing good about the payday chocolate or regular is if you get the king size, it's one piece. They don't cut it here in two like they do all the other size thing. Yeah. They don't. They, the other ones they've ruined them. I know. When, Greg, you've made that ruined. Are you sure? I thought they, I got one the other day. It was cut in half. A not payday? a payday. Not a king size payday. You sure? Inc- incorrect. Well, I hope you're right. Well, I know. You might have had a baby root. You know why I like to get the payday drink? I guess because I like uh, candy corn and peanuts. Probably so. (laughs) Probably so. They just like it. Well, what came first, the payday or the candy corn and peanuts? (laughs) Or as we love to call it, chicken feet or corn candy. Do you like that original name, chicken feet? I like it better. I do too. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Cook's Best Control and Centricon, the unbeatable combination for termite protection. Uh, did you? Uh, has it dawned on all of you that uh, that um, you know fall has uh, has begun? It's it's right around the corner. And uh, what was the official day, first day of fall? What's the official? Last week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah last, last Wednesday. Last. It was last Wednesday, wasn't it? Uh, somebody writing this copy. I saw a few leaves laying around. <laughs> it was September 21st. <laughs> somebody writing this copy was not aware that it was They last weren't, week. Rick. They, they were not. like it was about to happen. Yeah, they act like it's tomorrow, but it was actually last Wednesday. Uh, maybe we can update our copy a little bit. But let me tell you this. Uh, the uh, If you don't want nesting critters taking up the residence where you live or work, hey, they will. Hey, it starts getting a little colder. Guess what? Got to find me some shelter. Got to find me some shelter. And they'll come into your place and want some shelter there. Uh, but not if you're like us and you battle them with Cook's Pest Control. Cook's Pest Control and Centricon, the unbeatable combination for termites, but also uh, Cook's Pest Control, the unbeatable team on anything that is trying to take up residence in uh, in your home or where you work. Uh, so why don't you put them to work for you? Uh, contractors, even new home construction. 
They can help you with that. They can give you an evaluation of that. Uh, And when you get an evaluation, Bubba, there's no obligation to use them. But you know what? Just like you were talking about, I know that that you should. Because I know that you, seeing like the rest of us from the bottom of your diaphragm, you lift it up and say, looky, 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 here comes Cookie Cooks Pest Control. So what, what are you cutting up about over there? It's just text. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. Okay. No, no, yeah. That's not for air. It's just a little something for y'all. Oh, that's good. <laughs> what was the song? <laughs> Seeing stars. Yeah, and what did they say? The things that kill me make me feel so alive. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, we're, uh, see, Adler will be doing this. Adler, you you don't do a carpool thing, do you? The, the little Sweet Ruby, you, do you, what, you, so you're not carpooling yet. Oh, you are carpooling? You're not. Okay. Helms, you're the only carpooler yeah, we got. Nah, and I, I live the life of the carpooler. You remember, yeah. I, I was asleep one time in the line, and I guess no one worried whether it's I was alive or not. It's gotten easier on me. I'm thankful for the yeah. way this year's turned out. Then remember when our family used to have the big van, and I would park it and hold meetings, and it was like an office yeah. and all that oh, kind of stuff. Because yeah. I was trying to get up there so we get out of there. Did you, is this pretty common? The, the United Kingdom, there's a school in the United Kingdom. They're banning parents from wearing pajamas when dropping their kids off in the morning. <laughs> They actually had to walk them in, and so evidently some moms have been getting a little risky with their uh, choices. Or risque. Like, uh, yeah, risque. Yeah. And, uh, or risky, oh, depending on the well, dads that are there. Well, if Urban Myers, <laughs> Right. Unfortunately, some of them's been Do wearing they, not uh, like teddy bear night gowns. Are you and, me? Oh, yeah. 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 So they've, they've garter belt. I don't think this was put out What's because of <laughs> pajama <laughs> pants and a t-shirt. I think it was more of the gowns that they're wearing. So I pictured the Walmart people in their pajama pants. Yeah. So they even even big puffy house shoes. Yeah. I've seen that. So they had to, they they walk they were walking them in. So they get to a certain point and they had to walk them in. So they park, get out, walk them in, and then go back to their cars. Right. And they're saying. You and I think they had to walk to a certain point in the school on the school grounds, and that's where you're getting some of this. Mm-hmm. And you can't just say. Can't, I guess they won't just call out the women in the nightgowns, so they've said no pajamas at all. Yeah, let's face it. Your your parents, you know, one of the things that's great about being a parent is embarrassing your children. Yeah. But I don't think anybody wants their mama to be walking in with something that, like. No. Is that is that what we're talking about? No, that's. No, in no. the story I read, it's talking about, there was actually, it gave the reference of one yeah. in a teddy bear nightgown. How about that? Yeah. Just uh, as a teddy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And so, um, so what they're saying is they don't want the the drop off line in front of the school to look like the Playboy Mansion. So exactly, <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is correct. Yes. Like Victoria's Secret, <laughs> right? And they they did say those the, the in the in the boys who had just gone through puberty kept falling them back to their cars. <laughs> yeah, Rick, and for some reason, Urban Myers applied for the coaching job. <laughs> <laughs> So in urban, urban, he said he wants to go back to high school. Coach. Yeah, right. So, so, but I, but I see this is one of those things uh, we forget about. You know, every job has its its pros and its cons. You know, there's no no perfect one. This is pretty close though. But the fact that we are removed completely from morning life at our houses, yeah. You know, and, and Sherry talks about that a lot. She says, you know, I start I talk to other wives sometimes, and I realize they actually see their husbands. And, and you oh, know, yeah. like they'll, they'll have before they go to work, yeah, before yeah. they go work, all this kind of stuff. She goes, and I've never experienced that. And you know, getting the kids to school, you know, we were never involved in that, you know, except for a day off or something like that. You know, in your home, and you're trying to, if you're ever off on the time the kids are going to school, you do that and help out a little bit. But that, that I, I could see how people would just say, look. If you don't have to get out, just get in the car, get yeah. the kids in the car, and drive them. And well, you know, out. and yeah, you know, some moms are not wanting to get ready. They just want to, mm-hmm. you know, get the kids to school and go back and have time and 
you know, do what they need to do. You know, I forgot about the pick up your well, you kids. Well, you know, it takes a little longer to get ready. You can't get ready with the kids in the bathroom. No, no, no. I mean, you can put some pants on. Mm-hmm. And sure. Probably could. You I mean, could. You could a probably, baseball cap. You yeah. go that far with it. I think. But I, um, yeah, I, I forgot all about that reach. world. <laughs> I, what, what day was it? It was last Thursday. <clears throat> last Thursday, I was I had to go run an errand in the afternoon. I was actually going to pick up some steaks uh, at, uh, at the butcher shop. And... You know, I, I, I see now I have I don't have to deal with that world at all as an empty nester. And I forgot all about it. And I rocked. We, we have a road yeah, over by the house. It. We have a road over by the house that, that, like, it doesn't involve just one school. It involves many schools. Mm-hmm. Where my house is located, I got schools every direction oh, yeah. you go. Yeah. And, and and so uh, I'd forgotten about the afternoon pickup. And, mm-hmm. and I just thought, oh, I, you have the music going, it. thought I was really going to make some time. And then bright lights started coming on, and I realized mm. I was in a – I was like, oh, man, I'm trapped in the – I looked at my clock, and it was like 3.05. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'm – and, buddy, and I forgot about that world. That world, you're out there, and you're looking at your clock going, I got to go over and get in line. I don't know. Oh, man. Do you, you, how about when your kids first started driving to school? You were like, thank the Lord. I know. The, those that, lines. That, that, boy, that, that pickup, drop-off world. You know, and you got some You got some people in there pretty militant <clears throat> Oh, yeah, you better yeah. Obey, obey the rules. My my favorite, I think, and, and I know this was a, a story we told a long time ago, but and I, and I bring it up to young Broderick a lot because it was him. So I'm I'm in the carpool line for pickup, and I think he he was in junior high. Okay, and and you know how you know how this is one of those parenting moments. that's just a blast. It's just so much fun. So he um, he's coming to the car, and so the the principal of the junior high comes by my truck and he said, Hey, when, uh, when yours gets into truck day, you need to talk to him about how to behave in the lunchroom. Done. Yes, sir. I remember this. You know, it's so, yeah. so, so he's out there directing all the carpool. The principal is, so he's on he's still on the parking lot. Yeah. So young Broderick pulls up beside that. And I said, so, uh, Mr. So-and-so just told me, I need to talk to you about behavior in the lunchroom. You got any idea what he's talking about? Uh, no, sir. <laughs> I said, Nope, no clue. Uh, no, sir. I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to let that stand. There ain't going to be anybody talking about my boy and saying things about my son that are not true. I'm about to get out of this truck right now. I'm going to go over and have a word with Mr. So-and-so, and and I'll tell you what, I'm going to sit him straight because he's lost his mind walking around in this parking lot saying things about my son, and then all of a sudden that little hand came with Dad, whoa, whoa. I I suddenly have a memory. I said, I'm going right now. Well, now, Dad, he might have been talking about yesterday. (laughs) Oh, well, maybe so. Maybe maybe, maybe this is the first time time I've seen him. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, well, I just thought you were talking about today. So so you kind of have an idea what he's talking about. Well, I mean, if you're talking about yesterday. Well, that's probably what he's talking about. What happened yesterday? Come to find out they got to throwing food at each other and all that, and he actually had done something that he got in trouble for. But I love – don't you love to know that – you know that you're in the position that you can now have some fun to pull the famous – I'll tell you what, we'll get to the bottom of this. Yes. I'll roll out there to Mr. So-and-so and set him straight right now. <laughs> Dad, hold up. He may be talking about you. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that's it since it's the first time he's seen me. I Look, I know a lot of you out there, whenever somebody, a teacher or a principal, accuses you, sweetie pie, honey bunch of something, and all of you all think that that person's wrong and your kid's right, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> how, how about this? Nine out of ten times, it's on your kid. Yeah. In the, in the rarest of occasions, I always take the side of the person. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, and like I said, I'm not talking about criminal things, but just, you know, talking too much or yeah. misbehaving. This, this, thing, this thing of running into the school, always thinking that your kid, who's got a lot of growing up to do, is, is somehow a victim of, of the, the, the dangerous teachers and principals here that are, that are trying to keep order. Uh, most times, it's probably that your kid probably is wrong, especially right. these mm-hmm. days because yeah. they do give a ton of grace. They have to. Yeah. 
Oh, so yeah. yeah. If you're getting called today, they probably are doing something. Yeah, m- most times, not yeah. every time. There's certainly an exception every now sure. and then. But it's uh, th- this thing of every every time. Because one of the things we always say, if you'll run some figures, does it seem that every teacher your kid has is always against him or her? Every yeah. principal is always against yeah. him or her. Every coach won't mm-hmm. play them or is always oh, yeah. against mm-hmm. him or her. If you notice that your kid every time is placed in in the authority of someone else. And they and that person always thinks your kid's misbehaving. At some point, it's probably your kid. Yeah, there can't be that many unfair people out there. No, <laughs> that, are, that, are, that, that by the way, are out, the draw, that, that are out to get your kid. <laughs> Could be you. Could be. Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Eight six six. We be big as the number. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls. We'll find out what's on your mind as we wrap the hour up. And look at anything we may have left on the table that we think is of interest. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's ten minutes now to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Oh, it brings me to my knees. All right, so we'll get to some of your phone calls to wrap up the hour. There's lines available, but first we got to watch this video and, and listen to it. So uh, this is a drone show. Uh, it's a Chinese drone show that uh, goes bad. Uh, Bubba, the drones, we're up here, man. We're showing what the drones can do. Uh, and unfortunately, we know how good Internet is in China. Uh, well, you know, it may be for the government, but not so much for everybody else. Uh, and something goes bad uh, with the internet or something, and drones begin to fall out of the sky. So, so here, here is the here, here, here look, I mean, they're just coming down. Everybody's looking at the drones, and they just start falling. Uh, it's they're, they're making them look like stars in the sky. And now, as each one goes out, drones are now falling out of the sky onto the crowd. Do, do you hear them falling? Yeah, I saw it hit the car. Yeah. Look here, they here they all come. I mean, they're coming down. Drones are falling out of the sky. <laughs> There's a bunch of them up there. Do we have any more of them hitting the ground? Because the biggest group of them hadn't even come down. Oh yet. my goodness! So oh, that was good. Uh, they say it. They think it was some sort of internet outage, and then down came the drones. And but how many mm. think were up in the sky? Rick, it looked like there had to be. Oh, there gosh, sure. 50, 60 more. I don't know. Maybe eighty. Uh, and, and they are did, falling did you hear everybody's like, what about when you're when you when you're the first person to to, to say, hey, wow, this is uh, this is problematic. <laughs> where where where's Fauci when you need him? Ooh, problematic. By the way, did you notice we have the story today that now Fauci is is clarifying that he didn't say that uh, that everybody couldn't get together for Christmas? You yeah, I mean, said he, that. he said, said, said that said yesterday. It. He said it's too early. We don't know. We're just focused on what's in front of us today, and then we'll decide. Mm-hmm, right. And then he got such pushback on it. He he changed that 180 yesterday. Yeah, now he's saying, hey, I'm going to be with my family. It's problematic. So, To the phones we go, Corey out of the great state of Alabama. Hey, Corey, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today? Doing good, fellas. Uh, your outspoken belief in Christianity, and I'm, I'm a Christian as well. I just wanted to ask, you were talking about, you know, fall being here. With Halloween coming up and a lot of horror movies coming out in the theaters, do you believe that there's spiritual implications to those movies, or do you think it's just another genre of entertainment? Well, I mean, let's let's. It's all according to you know. If you look at the world through a biblical perspective, what what do you see the Bible telling you over and over again? 
that spiritual warfare is real and that there there are forces uh, that are not human and and uh, and that they are real and there are demonic forces that are everywhere and it to be careful what you associate with and be careful uh, you know don't don't become an evil daredevil uh, because these things are real and uh, and you know I've seen some things throughout my life that were terrifying the in the spiritual realm now, I don't look forward around every corner because I don't live in fear of it because I know that I belong to the Lord. But at the same time, uh, you know, the, the, you can still find yourself in, in these battles. Um, you know, I kind of look at this horror stuff uh, as uh, 57, and, and this has kind of been our family's view for, for many years through, our, through the sanctification process and Halloween and all that, is almost the way somebody said, look, when it comes to drinking alcohol, do I believe that, you know, uh, the Scripture says you should abstain from alcohol completely? Uh, I think it'd be hard to make that case. However, there's one way to know that I would never be in sin with it, and that's not to do it at all. Uh, there is no fear of drunkenness because drunkenness is a sin if I don't participate in it at all. And, and I'm not saying that's what people should do, and you're less a Christian if you don't. But I'm just talking about the, just, just just the logic of it. So we tried to, to 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 do the balance of: Do I think a person with a kid dressed as Buzz Lightyear to go get candy from people that? they know is that that evil i don't but i do know that that halloween and these horror pictures get more and more wicked as we go and it just gets more and more dark uh, our family does not participate in halloween we haven't for a long long time uh and uh, and we don't uh, and i i personally don't now my my adult children can make their own choices but i personally don't watch horror movies uh i've never really liked them i've always uh, i think I, I think i had a healthy spiritual fear of evil when i was young <laughs> Uh, and I never were drawn to these things. Uh, have I ever watched a horror movie? I have when I was younger, just for with friends and stuff like that. But as time went on and I started understanding spiritual warfare more and more and the seriousness of it, um, I, I decided to just not participate in it at all. Yeah, I, I liked horror films when I was younger. I've kind of grown out of it. Uh, I think like you have, Rick, I'm not a big fan of them anymore. Uh, and we we had Hall- Halloween was always a very fun time in our neighborhood when I was growing up. We had a big cookout and yeah. everybody trick-or-treated. And, you know, it wasn't even the, the horror part of it never really was even a factor. So right. we we continued some of that with our kids. Uh, we, you know, we never had the real gory costumes and all that, and we tried to go and eat with friends or cook out or something. So we tried to make it a family thing just to have fun with it. But, yeah, I, some people get into it way too much. That's kind of why we stopped the uh, the Halloween issue here on the show. Yeah. We had some people really getting into it too much, and I said, you know, this is, yeah, the, this is going off the trail here a little bit. Well, the 13 working days of horror started out to be like Bubba said, when you're in your neighborhood mm-hmm. and you're sitting around the fire or something, and and it and and the more you tried to one up, well, how do we do another story, man? Yeah. The, the, I realized that scripturally it was wrong, especially sending people into areas of spiritual warfare that either were not of the faith or were very very young in the faith. And and then, like Bubba said, then listeners started you know trying to do these things, and who knows the spiritual condition of them? And we felt like it was very irresponsible, and it really wasn't worth the laugh and the fun. Because it was there was something much bigger in play, and there were some things that happened to the guys that that were of the of the spiritual realm, and they and, they, and it certainly was wicked and not good. There, there are no angels uh, that are that don't tell you who they are. There are no good spirits who hang around like your sweet old grandmama who died. These are demons pretending to be like that. If you think that you're you know, encountering any of that, 
And it just gets like, <clears throat> man, I don't know about y'all. If you ever walked into one of these Halloween stores, man, there's just a spiritual depression yeah, in there. I don't. I mean, the, the, these costumes and stuff, and dressing your children as witches and and uh, and and monsters and serial killers. When I say that, doesn't that sound wrong? Doesn't that seem to you like, man, that's probably not the thing to do? Now, look, you want to go dress as, like I said, Buzz Lightyear or Woody from Toy Story, and you know, or you want to put a little princess outfit on, and you want to go to a fall festival and get some candy, or go see your neighbors that you know. But the problem is, you don't. Neighbors start dressing their houses up like they're places of darkness and stuff like that. There's just a darkness involved in Halloween that, frankly, spiritually, we just grew more and more uncomfortable with, and. And trying to balance it just wasn't worth it. Now, I'm not saying that everybody who takes that doesn't agree with that is wrong. I'm just saying for us, it just uh, – I will say this. When we tried to do Halloween, there were things that happened I regret. I've never regretted not doing it. And, and our kids have never felt like they missed out on anything. Uh, because we explained why we were doing it, yep. and, and we looked at it as, as and that's, that's as, the as, beauty of it. Everybody has to kind of, of make their yeah. own decision on where that is, and and hopefully wisely. Well, I will say though, if you're a follower of Christ, some of this stuff is not uh, the well. Hey, that's your own opinion. We are not to be tamping around with witches and evil yeah, spirits yeah. and serial killers, and and you know that that is that is that is forbidden. That that there's no well. Well, I, I'm okay with it. It doesn't matter. That that's a no. And if you can't, you know, get away from those things, my suggestion would be don't participate at all. And I don't think that's legalistic as long as it comes from a place of obedience. Uh, and, you know, in consecrating yourself and, uh, and, and staying away from things that aren't holy. Uh, top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.